This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. And hey, Ruel, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's, uh, I, I, I'll let you know in 10 minutes after we go through this incredible collection of crazy far-out experiments we are doing on the show today. Uh, starting yeah. with, can everybody hear me and Ruel? Yeah, let us know as far as volume goes, folks. Hopefully my loud mouth hasn't drowned out uh, Rados. And also just let us know how the stream looks. We, we've got a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on today. Uh, you know, fingers crossed that everything, you know, holds together and goes smoothly. Uh, let's see, volumes, uh, everyone says volumes. Very, good. Yep, very good. Good. Does oh, Ruel sound good. different? Because in addition to everything else I did, uh, right, you know, about an hour before we started, I was experimenting with one of these little things. They're called Jabras that let you put this earbud in my ear because it's always constantly falling out. And when I was trying to squeeze it on to this, I felt the thing go... <coughs> and now Ruel sounds like garbage in my ear, but that's because I think I busted this. Um... Ruel so, feels know, a bit folks, dark. Do I sound like garbage in your ears, friends? Let yeah. us know. Yeah, if Ruel um, sounds fine. Oh, also, did you just notice any kind of glitch? Because here's what's happening today, folks. Pretty much for the last few months, we have been using Streamlabs OBS because of its ability to simultaneously record one version of the show and stream a different version of the show so that we can have the YouTube show without the stream avatars and stuff like that. If you were watching last week, you know I was going through technical glitch hell. And during all that time, I was still recording stuff, and regular OBS never gave me any grief. It was just Streamlabs. Kept having all these things with the mic dropping out and all kinds of stuff. And so, this weekend, I did a little test and found out that I can run two instances of OBS with the same, actually less, CPU overhead than one instance of Streamlabs. And so what we're doing today is I am running two copies of OBS. The regular one, which I'm recording the YouTube show, and then a second instance of it that is recording that is streaming the first instance and layering on the avatars and whatnot so it's far out it's very weird i didn't really have a good way to test it and um one thing that obs does it has like this little red green yellow light that tells you how good your bandwidth is and obs streamlabs didn't have anything like that and so i've never really noticed i've noticed every once in a while it's switching colors and maybe I was always getting... It was going from 5 megs a second down to 2 megs a second, then immediately back up to 5. So at any point since I've been talking, folks, have you noticed any dip in quality? I will wait 10 seconds for you to let us know. Um, all righty. And what, and what does everybody say? Sounds great. Rel sounds fine. Oh, good. Oh, oh look at that. Look at that. I didn't push that button. Ruel pushed the button for Duck of Death 5, saying <laughs> Ruel sounds 5. Um, that was a great test, too. Yes. It works. Um, yes. Yeah. So, from now on, oh, folks, I can Ruel... Chat now, friends. Yeah. Ruel is in charge of the chat. I uh, We found a new system that he can remotely administer the chat and put stuff on the screen so I don't have to mess with cameras, mess with banners, mess with... Um, stream and also mess with trying to find notes in uh, chat and put them on screen. Ru that is not all Ruel's job. If you want your yes. wor words of wisdom, you uh you uh you have to uh 
It's all on Ruel, whether he will let you through the door. Yay. I am now the gatekeeper. He is chat, the gatekeeper. Oh, Are you yes. the key master, um, folks? You'll find out. The key master, we, we shall find out. Uh, when the webmaster said that there was a glitch uh, earlier. So just FYI. There was a glitch um, earlier. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Now, Ruel, Duck of Death says Ruel might seem slightly blurry. Um, and okay. that is to, to be expected because of the way I'm recording Ruel. Ruel Ruel and I are talking through Discord. And um, because a a few months ago, back in November, uh, Skype was giving us all kinds of trouble. So I switched over to Discord. And Discord does not have, as near as I can tell, a way to output its video into OBS. So what I'm literally doing with Ruel is there's a little window over on my other thing, and I'm just zoomed in on that window. So Ruel should be at a high resolution, but he's at kind of the equivalent of, I don't know, probably like 500 pixels or something like that, because I'm literally just recording a window. But he's always slightly, just ever so slightly out of focus. So that shouldn't be any different. You're probably just paying a bit more attention now. Right. <sighs> okay, and then let's see. There was uh, a couple of people confirmed that there was a brief freeze for uh, you, Rado. During my and, big speech? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, there was a mirror screen freeze for Rado, Wim said. Oh, just and me? Also, yeah. And it also, should be for uh, everything. Confirmed. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Uh, RFS, stand- oh, here, I'll put this up yeah, on Yeah, put the it on the screen. They- Share with everybody. You know, that's, that's what this is for. Yep. Uh, they use CBR rather than VBR in OBS to keep it constant from, uh, bit rate rather than bit. variable bit rate. Oh, honestly, I have to admit, I have never messed with any of that stuff. All that stuff just scares me. me. I am now just going to go you know, look, yeah. which also scares me. Even just looking at this stuff while we're live streaming. No, I am. <laughs> I am set to constant bit rate, a bit rate of five thousand, uh, you know, uh, kilobytes per second. Capital K is kilobytes, right? Lower K is kilobits. So yeah. yeah. So there's that. And I don't know, maybe. Like I said, maybe Streamlabs always had those dips too. Oh, like I just had a dip right now. I just noticed in the corner of my eye it went to red. And it's just for a second. It goes from five down mm. to two and then back up to five. Hmm. Interesting. And in five seconds, people will say, yep, yep, we saw that. Or no, at that moment, we didn't notice anything went wrong. Yeah, uh just said there was some stutter. Okay. Real um... screen wobbled. But you so yeah, I mean probably well literally touched his table or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kate Invader said you're freezing once in a while. Just me though. Although it could be both of us and people just know it's because it's happening in when I'm in the middle of talking. And so right. it's the whole yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. And this is happening regularly. Yeah. So folks, you're you're here for a test. There is no getting around it. We are definitely doing some testy tester testersons today. Um let's see. Now, if I recall correctly, I was streaming in 5K. Or, or Can you pull your task manager and sort by CPU usage? Well, actually, nice thing. OBS tells me that um, the, uh, the streaming OBS is taking uh, 9% of CPU, and the recording OBS is taking 10% of CPU. So between the two of them, I'm taking 20% of my CPU, running two uh, simultaneous instances of OBS. And uh, yeah, and it just, it just, like, it just oh, dipped weird. again. Now, of course, it wouldn't dip if I just said, hey, you know what? If you want to keep dipping down to 2K, you can just be 2K the whole time. I could just do that. But that means I would have to stop the stream and start it again, which sucks because then the video will be in multiple instances and stuff like that. Uh, right. Oh, but yeah. Omelette says, so it is, when it's happening, apparently we are dropping frames, which is to be expected. Let's see. What else? I'm going into my settings. Let's see here. In fact, I'm going to put my settings over here. And, um, all right. All right. 
All right, well, what the fuck? We'll put, ta we'll put task manager on the screen too, if I can find it. Task manager. I just have to minimize okay. you. Oh, and I have to close you. Minimize you. So I can find task manager and bring it over here and then bring you back up and minimize that and put that full screen. There's my task manager. Wow. Power usage. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting to share. I've never shared anything on the R&R uh, screen. So we are going to temporarily leave the R&R blue void, um, which means I won't, you'll, t Roy will still be here. Oh, but I don't even know if you can hear him. Let's see. What can I do? What can I do? Oh, I know what I can do. I can come over here to browser and I will just add a new feature to the scene, which is a Windows capture, and I'll put it on top of the browser. A little sloppy, go. but it will work. It works. It? Right. Okay. So let me, right. So I'm needing to, no, I don't want to add a new scene. I want to add a new element to the existing scene. And oh, no, no, that's the wrong button. Oh, because I need to go over here. Open. Uh, I need to add a Windows capture, and that's fine. And I want it to be that. Okay. And boom, there we go. There's my task manager. Let's go on ahead and just kind of fill in that space. That'll do. That'll do. Whee. That looks nice and professional. Look at all that red. Look at that very high. Like I said, I mean, this is all testy testers and stuff, folks. I don't really know. Maybe it's not going to work. But we'll, we'll figure something out. Anyway, so there we go. Um, power usage very high. That's weird because percentage usage is 10 and 8%. And 1.4 percent, but I don't know. I, I I've never I haven't paid attention to task master task manager in years. What does the audience say to all of that, Ruel? Now that we are sharing, um, let's uh, see what RS, RFS Dan says. Drop frame should be from a CPU. I use about 40 percent upload speed of my total. All right. Hmm. Well, and we're way below that. Yeah, and like I said, it's I mean I'm literally OBS in the bottom right corner has a it tells me what it's um. You know, it's bandwidth is, and it's got a big green. And right now, it's dropping to, to it dropped down to three, and now it just climbed back up to five. Literally, as I said the word right now, it started dropping. Um, yeah. Brenner says the very high is to be expected because those processes aren't going to sleep. Going to have to continuously process data streams. Okay. OneDrive spiked to 10% usage at that moment. That's interesting. I'll kill OneDrive if I can. Then Wim says it uses a GPU. Those need a lot of power. Let's see. Can I kill OneDrive? It's just always on, isn't it? Help in settings. How do you kill OneDrive? OneDrive needs my attention. There are 40 sync issues. You can see I really don't pay much attention to OneDrive. All right, you know what? I know how to get rid of OneDrive. I will just... Where is OneDrive? Where are you on here? Sort by name. Bye-bye, OneDrive. For now. Yeah, thanks everyone for helping out with the uh, test yeah, here. Yeah, I know you uh, didn't sign up for, uh, you want us to talk yeah. about games and stuff. <laughs> this is part of the process. You're seeing all the sausage being made behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, and I would have happily done this list. this weekend, except Twitch doesn't um, give me an opportunity. Where is OneDrive? Oh, is it MT OneDrive? I don't see OneDrive on here. Oh, there it is, Microsoft OneDrive. All right, we're just going to end you for now. Bye-bye, so long, uh, but nice to know you. Hopefully that doesn't hurt it too bad. And the icon has disappeared, fine. Okay, and then back to uh, let's start by GPU usage. All right, mm. ten and eight CPU usage is seventeen and fourteen. I don't know. Um, okay, what's everybody saying? Um, Wim, just let me get the comment up there. Uh, the stream client might also use some bandwidth when you don't want to. 
Stream client might also use some bandwidth if you don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so well, I guess my real what? question, folks, is how bad is it? I mean, it, is it happening fairly regularly? Is this going to make for a terrible thing and I need to shut this down? Um, I am set to, to 30 frames per second. But you're right. I could downgrade the uh, stream to 10, 720p. Um, so that is a possibility. Maybe that's what I should do. I mean, I, and, I don't know. I mean, should I drop from 5K? I think for the longest time, I had it set to 2,000 2, uh, kilobytes per second. And, um, and I think for a while, for a few weeks, I was, no matter what, I would always tell Streamlabs to say, hey, stream in 1080p. And then it never would. It was always 720p. And I ultimately figured out, oh, that's because I was set to 2,000 kilobytes. And um, when I set up to 5 kilobytes, then it started working. So um, the R&R show has been streaming in uh, 1080 only recently. Wow, people are getting all kinds of complex with multi-threaded processes and such. Seriously, yeah, it's pretty amazing who got in chat Yeah, we we have have a tech-savvy audience, it would seem. Love it. Um, right. So, I mean, what do folks think? Should I, I mean, I, unfortunately I will have to stop the stream very quickly, go into settings because it will not let you adjust these settings while it's actually streaming and then, um, and start back up. So, I mean, the nice thing about Twitch is I believe that's just uninterrupted, right? It'll be gone. There'll be, oh, there's nothing going for a second. And then if you just wait 10 seconds, it'll be back again. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, if you want to do so, that. So, yeah, I mean, really, it's the question of the audience. How bad are these yeah. little glitches? I, I Because we both think everything looks fine from our perspective. From our end, yeah. Now, Brenner does say, haven't seen a pause since OneDrive died, really? but it hasn't been that long. Well, yeah. that is weird. It's interesting. I yeah. mean, whenever we start doing this, I always try to kill any excess stuff. The main thing that is is Skype. It never occurred to me that OneDrive is a monster. Yeah. Yeah, Wim says looking good at the moment. Well, so. okay. Huh. That's weird. Maybe. But yeah, um, yeah I, I don't mind. Um, so that, I mean, I actually have a, uh, I think like a 21 step checklist that I go through every time um, before we start. I'm, I'm going to have to add step 22, shut down, um, shut down OneDrive apparently. Because actually my wife yeah. and I, we rely on OneDrive to keep all our computers synced. We use it for a lot of stuff. <gasps> oh, I just thought of one thing that maybe OneDrive is... Um, Oh, what's that going to do? Here's another thing, folks. To make this happen, that I'm running two separate entrances of OBS. All right, it's not bad at all. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. to make both of these things work simultaneously, one of the things I learned is how to make standalone um, versions of OBS that it's not properly installed. It doesn't have stuff in the system folder. It's just a, a directory. I can take that directory. I can put it anywhere. In the process of doing this, having these two standalone instances of OBS that can run independent of each other, I figured, hey, you know what? Since these could be anywhere, let me throw them in my OneDrive so that um, if my computer fails, I won't lose all my settings. And I was very excited about that. But that means I am running apps from within OneDrive and probably all kinds of stuff. And I was like, ah, what's happening? And so maybe that's what it was. And so if I shut down OneDrive and after the show is over, then I start OneDrive and go, okay, I'm going to update these programs now because they did whatever they did. They manipulated initialization files or something like that. I bet you yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Well, cool. Um, as Old Man Coaster said, this is crowdsourcing at its finest, right? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Uh, Goblin asked if we could push the uh, comments up a bit because they're being blocked by the avatars. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, when I was doing this test, I had no avatars. Let me go on ahead and edit that. Where is that? That is going to be... Um, all right. Oh, okay. How will I do that? Okay, I have to go into studio mode. 
and then I have to go into my universal thing and then put something on screen for the nice folks. Okay, let me... Uh, what? Perhaps his okay, request to do what I'm is, doing. Um, feature chat is freaking out on me now. What's? Oh, no, what it is? Heck? What's happening? Oh, my gosh. What is going... It's just... Maybe it's on my end. I cannot get down to the bottom of the chat. It keeps scrolling up back to the top. Is really? This, my mouse? Crap. Well, we're experimenting with everything today, folks. Um, yeah. I guess... Uh, what can I... I was going to say. I, I, you could refresh... It's a web page. Refresh the web page, maybe? Yeah, let me refresh. Because I do know that if you refresh, it keeps track of the stuff you put in the queue. So you don't lose oh, okay. anything. Okay. So maybe that'll fix it. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. now the page isn't reloading. This is funny. Okay, come on. Refresh. Yay, spinning wheel. Nothing showing up. Keep on turning. Oh, everything's Keep falling apart. Turning. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's see. I've, I've got well, feature chat working, and so I'm just going to put something on screen. Okay, um, yeah. uh, some Rolling Stones, Ruckus says. I see a red screen, and I want it painted black. I'm not going to keep singing, though. All right, so I've got that now. And how? All right. Oh, that's still a. I see. Why is it? Why are there two of them? Of uh, course, there are two of them problem. because it's, of it's that. Man. Yes, that is why. All right, because I did this. Sorry, folks. There is so much going on here. We are. <laughs> we are. juggling a lot of plates all right so that means i need to hide this other thing where is that that is where are you 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 um what is it called it's called chat highlights if i just hide that boom all right so how does that look that looks like that is floating above the peeps and um right okay so now i need to come back to us boop all righty and we can leave studio mode so Oh my gosh. This yeah, I think so that'll work. Funny. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, I figured out But you, it's it completely failing on you? Uh, it's my mouse. Uh, my oh, your mouse is failing on. Oh, maybe your mouse was like forcing a mouse wheel roll. Yep, that's what it is. It's just continually scrolling. So. So sure. rip the wheel out. Yeah, so let me try it again. Yeah, it's totally forcing a wheel scroll. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a hardware so, issue that was certainly unforeseen. And you know what? In all this time, I have not seen a drop. So I bet you anything, it was the fact that OneDrive was saying, oh, I need to back this executable up every 10 seconds because it's sitting in OneDrive. Uh, that explains... Okay. That's why it was so regular and so constant. That's nice. a really weird edge case. So you're looking okay. around to see if you have a backup mouse. Yeah. Uh, give me a second here, if, okay. if you don't mind. <laughs> Well, okay, while you're doing that, I'll just, uh, I will look and see what people have been saying. Because I've been too busy running around with, uh, like a chicken with my head cut off, as they say. Alrighty. Stream has been solid. Yep, it was OneDrive. I- I'm so glad. Whoever wh- whoever it was who said, I was like, Task Manager, who needs that? It was like, well done. That was, in, that was, some, that was some very high quality, real-time IT from the audience. Thank you. Um... Oh, the silent episode. Yes. Hopefully this works. Because like I said, I, I'm i assuming OBS is a more robust system. That if there is like a temporary mic glitch, OBS then continues on with the mic coming back. Whereas maybe Streamlabs just didn't. Because like I said, with all that stuff that was happening last week, OBS, because I kept recording things, never went down on me. So which is why I thought, okay, if I can just make this work, maybe that is the solution. Oh, I guess while we're well is gone, I should just go on ahead and make it all about me. It's all about me. 
Let's see here. What else? Brenner has won 35 from the jump catch game. Um, and he's won all my love and admiration. As has Nazgoth and Duck of Death and everybody. Let's see. Oh, no. Duck of Death says the stream is black. Is that still the case? I don't see anybody else saying that. So hopefully that was just you and maybe just a refresh took care of that. When in doubt, reboot. Um, oh, Brenner was wanting to look at performance, but I think we've got it. All right, RFS stand. Wow, Arell is going deep into his attic to find an old dusty, ball, you know, a mouse with an actual ball that or something like that, and he'll have to open it up and clear out all the gunk because it doesn't work. Anybody remember that? Anybody old enough to remember um, non-laser mice? I used a lot non-laser mice back in the day. Yep. Did you literally go out and find your old trackball from you know I, I 2002? What I did was I, I went to get new batteries. I'm oh, it's a wireless, yeah. That was the problem. There you go. Yeah, of course, see. of course, your wireless, but your your batteries would die the second we're trying to do all this other stuff. That actually yeah. happened to me recently. Yeah. The nice the thing course. about this wireless is a rechargeable, which is why I've got a rechargeable cable just right below the table. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. This keyboard and this—they're both from the same set, and they both just are USB chargers. Um, oh, I need to get the uh, Oh, are those great. Logitech? And the other thing, this keyboard, I got it because it was the quietest wireless one I could find. Uh, so that my mm. microphone doesn't pick me up talk- typing too badly. Cool. Let me yeah. see if I can get this to work. Uh... Yeah, okay, cool. It was uh, battery, uh, battery failure <laughs> on my end. Everything can go wrong is going wrong. But that's you to be know? expected. It's a bold, new, exciting 2022 episode yeah. uh, here for the that's show. That's what the pre-show's for. Exactly. That is, this is exactly what the pre-show's <laughs> for, so that everything can explode in our faces, which has definitely yes. definitely happened. Okay, cool. Uh, well, question from uh, Old Man Coaster. What's the wireless set you have? That's a good question. Um, I will go to smile.amazon.com, and I'll tell you. Because I've been really... I had a different wireless when I first got here. But the keyboard started getting gummed up. And then when I got these... I mean, I've been using these for like two years. No problems. Nice and silent. Chargeable. Here's my one complaint. This keyboard layout... Um, you know, it has all the regular function keys. But it doesn't have that, you know, that other grouping over here. Nowhere on this yeah. keyboard is print screen. And I never realized how oh. much I use print screen... Until I got a keyboard that has no print oh. screen. And, and that's and that is proven to be very obnoxious. I've got workarounds for it now because I wouldn't want to give this up. But print mm-hmm. screen is a very handy thing to have. Let's see. Oh, what nice. do I want? I want to go to oh, excuse me, smile, and then I will go to my list of my history of orders, and then I will do a search for keyboard, and then it will tell me that um right i ordered this on august 19th whoa hello that's not it Uh oh maybe it's no longer there because i clicked on the order to look at it and it took me to some other funky thing all right let's try this again keyboard search orders all right is this it yeah wireless uh with ubs nano silent click 1600 dpi ultralight slim doesn't look like it even has a or, or it's from I-N-P-H-I-C. Let's see. Uh, Amazon. See if you can find that. Amazon. There it is. Oh, here's... Oh, people are actually... Oh, my gosh. I don't want it on Pinterest. I want it on Amazon. <laughs> Let's see. Wow. I don't know. Maybe Amazon doesn't have this anymore. Because... Huh. Yeah, because I, mean, I got it back in 2019. All right. Let me just do a search for... What's the name? I-N-P-H-I-C. I-N-P-H-I-C. All right, so yeah, there's wireless mice and keyboards. There, there's individual mice that match this. 
but I'm looking at what they have, and I don't. Th- oh man, I'm sorry. Whoever asked that? Oh, I think maybe that ship has sailed. Wow. Let's see. Let me look in the small print. Well, you know what? You folks can see the small print better than me if I bring it up to the. Uh, there it is. It's an Infic V780 wireless mouse and keyboard set. Anybody wants, they can use their print screen key that they've got and snap a <laughs> screenshot of that. And maybe maybe you can still order it directly from the manufacturer. I don't know. But yeah, it's no longer wow. on Amazon, which means I have to protect this all the more because I love yeah. it. It is my precious. <laughs> I, you know, I never even thought of getting a rechargeable keyboard mouse, but now it didn't occur I, to me either. But my previous one had just, had yeah. I, I had rechargeable batteries that I put in the keyboard. But then when I saw this, it was like, oh, super quiet, and you can just plug it in whenever you need to, and yeah. it still works. I mean, this happened in yeah. a live stream the other day. I had to plug it in to keep typing while I was because uh, okay. it was just one of yeah. fifty thousand things that died on me while I was live streaming <laughs> in the week of hell that was last week. And by the way, folks, right. the week of hell. We'll see if it paid off. I was able to apply for partnership status. And time will tell if they accept, um, or if if we uh, end up getting a uh, a brothers Murph situation. But you know, I made yeah. a big deal about how. Look, I have over a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and a lot of them are coming over and watching on Twitch. It really behooves you to work with me here. So we'll yeah. see. I, that, oh, that speaking of oh crap, speaking yeah, of YouTube, luck. I did not launch oh. the. Oh, hey, the, everybody! Uh, okay, I'm going to run over okay. to YouTube really quick and launch that. Oh man, everything's yeah. falling apart. Well. No worries. I uploaded um, it this morning. It's it's literally um, entry number 19 on my checklist. Make the uh, <laughs> YouTube warning go live. Oh, man. And we're 30 minutes in. All right. Well, still better late than ever. All it is is a... Uh, hey, you know, yeah, at least people come over for the actual show. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I mean... Most of the pre-show. But. I don't know if... I mean, people haven't missed much so far other than um, yeah. just <laughs> you, watching You miss the fucking tech issues and watching batteries fail and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Well, but. you know what? People have been very patient for that. How about we give them something they really came for? We have Let, a backlog it. of rewards. From last week, we have a top three and a Ruel Wanks. We have another Ruel Wanks that was requested today. Um, we have a Trivial Pursuit that was just requested three minutes ago and an argument so let's get to let's work do some stuff. uh let's yeah. do the ruel ranks first because at one yeah. point i had the ruel library queued up on the screen let's see if i've still got that where is it r and r browser all righty there we go hey ruel you've got to um make good on your yeah. obligation to uh tell the world what you think about these games i know you just got three sisters yeah. so you don't have that Oh, also, I resorted yeah. it, so it's now sorted by date of stu- time you got stuff. So all your latest okay. stuff is here at the top. So I mean, I, I know you've been playing some of these. You wanna like yeah. any of these? Wait, oh, I, 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 I want to sort a, on my end too. I have to create a poll okay. in a new interface that I've not used before, but hopefully this will work. All right, what's the top three du jour? All righty. So um, some games you would like to rate. What do you want? You like any of these? Uh, let's see. What do we have? Um, yeah, uh, I've got, uh, can you scroll up a little bit? Whoop. Okay. Oh, okay. We rated those last time. Yep. Um, I, I see a bunch of, so I've, I've gotten into button shy games recently and I had, I know I, I played, um, not a Gropolis, a Sprawlopolis recently. All right. That and, goes on the list. Um, Sprawlopolis. Yeah. I mean, Floriferous. I know you just did a run-through or play through that, didn't you? yes. Floriferous. <clears throat> that's, that's fresh on your um, mind. A game that uh, I just played the other day with my buddy was uh, Dice Miner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dice Miner. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. What else we got? Let's go down we, a little bit. We got uh, let's see. You haven't done Mandala Stones. You've 
Oh, you. Oh, that's right. We did. You, Mandala stones. Mandala stones, and one more Mandala stones, and then scroll down a little one bit more. more for one more. Oh, how about juicy fruits? Juicy fruits. Yeah. Let's do there you that. go. Yeah, just, you just you that, just streamed that yesterday. Didn't you? yesterday. All yeah. Right. Yeah. How, how what was your final score? Did you get? Did you beat eighty nine? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it was it was not good. Um, I lost. I think it was like the AI had like 83 and I had like 68. It, it was, it was ugly. Okay. That okay, folks. Uh, there you go. Are, Again, wait, remember, you can nobody spend your channel points. Uh, are, are, how come it's not voting? No one's voting. I don't know. That's, That's really weird. weird. It's working. Oh, wait, okay. All right. Okay. There are there, okay, one okay. vote. Okay. I thought, oh, man, if Twitch stuff is breaking light. now, then that was too much. <laughs> All right. Friends, don't forget, vote for the game you want to see me rank, and also you can spend your channel points to influence the vote as well. Mm -hmm. I may have done that in previous um, uh, votes. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm, I want to see what everyone's uh, interested in uh, for me to rank. Um, so, as you know, I have a ton of games, but I have not ranked them. I, I'm not as good as Rado when it comes to ranking games. Um, but I am getting better. I ranked one the other day that I played, and I'm very proud of that. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember entering it into BGG stats. Um, looks wait, like wait, Dice Miners You ranked without us? You're two-timing us I, now? I did. You're I, running around behind that? our back ranking I, games? That's not cool, what, man. What, am, what can I say? I, I'm, a, I'm a whole new man. Uh, oh, my oh, gosh. Mandala okay, Stones. it's like the Mandala Stones and Floriferous have uh, okay. taken the lead so far, bouncing back and forth between them. Have you played any of these games? I have played Floriferous, Mandala Stones, Juicy Fruits, and Sprawlopolis. Uh, Dice Miner is okay. the only one I haven't played on. So I'm kind of mixed feelings. I want Dice Miner because I want to hear about it. I'm very excited about the game. But yeah. also, I have nothing to say about it other than I'm very excited. <laughs> Whereas if they pick any of these other ones, I can yeah. tell you if you're right or wrong. Which is something we promise <laughs> in the, uh, the description exactly. of this particular benefit. Wow, it is down to the wire. Mandala Stones versus Floriferous. And that's a good choice. Those are both excellent. Yeah. Excellent games. All right, uh, eight seconds to go. Oh, Dice Miner's coming back. Okay. All righty, and let's see how Three seconds is... left. Let's see how we do here. Ruckus says, "How could you have not rated by Felicia? Seeing as how it's your catchphrase." <laughs> I know, because I haven't played it a yet. A tie. One of these days. A tie. Oh, it's a tie. Is there a tiebreaker? No. Well, I know what the audience says. Oh, if it's a tie. You have to do them both. But, you know uh, what? Because I mean, we do have a couple of uh, Ruel ranks in the in the bank here. Why don't we do them both? Okay, there you go. Yes, I right, right. Okay, yeah. so this is we're going to do both of these. This is um, Ruel ranks one and two because you're right. That's true. There were there were two of them. So yep. Ruel ranks um, one from yeah both. Apparently, this is Brenner's favorite uh, scene because he requested both of these last week. Oh, and hey, this Brenner. week I'm Thank marking you, them both done. Although I'm jumping the gun here because we haven't done them yet. So Ruel, why don't you tell the nice folks? About what was it? Uh, Mandala what stones. We, what do we do? Mandala stones. Okay, if I can find uh, this. What was the other one? We're sort of doing Mandala, Mandala stones, stones and right? Floriferous. Floriferous. Oh, both both wonderful games that came out um, this last year, right? Twenty twenty one. I think Mandala so. Mandala yes. stones. It, it is an abstract game, folks. So if you don't like abstracts, there's nothing I can tell you that's going to convince <laughs> you otherwise. But Michelle and I, we do enjoy abstract games. This one is wonderful. Um, it's got this really cool mechanism where if you see the on the picture there there are four different i forget the names they remind me of the istanbul uh um uh pieces though but you move those little travelers around and when you place them down you're gonna um remove stones that um 
are the same, I, I believe that there's like a shape on them and you're gonna take those off and then you're gonna place them on your player board and your player board has different ways to score. So on some of them, you want you know uh, them in a particular order or you want uh, more or less of them. It's a really interesting way to do an abstract, I thought. And then after you score, you'll see there's a little score track. You're actually gonna place those stones there and it's, a, it's the this, timer system yeah, once yeah, it gets to a certain board. point. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, once you get to a certain point, you will score additional points. Or um, I think it's like, yeah, a certain uh, point triggers the uh, the end of the game. It's a really cool abstract. I am... Um, or I'm, oh, or, let, get, let me Let me take a stab at actually de-abstracting yeah, yeah. this. All right? Yes. Um, because ostensibly there is a theme here. And it's thin, but I'll do my best. Yeah, um, it's on super On the main thin. board, you are the head of an artist's guild. And every one of those black pillars is one of your artists. Now, the artists main board represents board. all the different places that they can get inspiration to create works of art. And so on your turn, you're going to pick one of them up and move them to an area. And what you do is you grab, as you said, you know, the, the, the top chip off of all the stacks that surround it. And, and that represents all the inspiration they got from nature, from other artists, from whatever it might be. And you transfer those over to your board. And over here on the board, this represents them actually working on that art. And, you know, depending on where you put it, it means you get you score the stack in different ways and then ultimately yeah. the act of completing the art takes those chips um one at a time from your main board and puts them over here on this cool spiral victory point thing so ostensibly yeah. that is the theme and That's, i just put in 10 yeah. times the work that the publisher board and dice ever did trying to justify <laughs> say, what is happening here but i almost convinced I myself I think that's a wonderful explanation. Like that's yeah, you know, I remember the first time Michelle and I played through it. You know, I did read some of that stuff, but at the you know right when we started playing, it's like oh no, we just want you know these shapes or, or these uh, you know um, symbols and stuff like that to match up. So that's a wonderful way to to get the theme in there. Now we did both enjoy it. Um, we are abstract fans. I am going to give this a seven point. Wow, seven point seven five. Yeah. Seven point. I, I don't seven think it's. I don't think it's quite an N eight, but seven point seven five in my book is pretty solid. Okay. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, friend? you are wrong because first of all, my wife Jen loved this, and it's not because she okay. herself is a glass artist. Honestly, I didn't even try. I mean, literally, what I just did now was me making off the top of my head a theme for it. When I said, Jen, look, you just put them over here. You grab these things. You put them over there because she loves abstracts. Yeah. Um, yep. But. Uh, this is such a smart game because of the multi stages. There is, you know, the the there's a lot of thought that goes into the the harvesting of these tiles and where you're going to put them on your own board and then manipulating them when you're on your own board to be able to get them onto the main board. Jen really loved this and I thought it was great. I would put it in the low eights, quite frankly. Low eights, and okay. um, yeah, and I mean, I think my wife would put it in the high eights, and okay. uh, yeah, because yeah. I, I cannot stress just how. I mean, if you, if you can put it, I mean, really, my only problem with it is, I mean, in spite of my best efforts, it is an abstract game, and I'm just not a big abstract guy. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah but it's it's really good. If you were to ask me, I mean, I, I whenever I'm talking about an abstract game, I always just have to draw parallels to Azul. Because that's, you know, that is right. the critical and commercial and popularity darling. And it always comes back to, well, if you put them both on the table, would you rather play Azul? Would you rather play Mandala Stones? For me, I'd play MS. I'd play Mandala Stones first. Oh, okay. There yep. it is. Um, Nazgoth just says that you should have taken the door-to-door -door salesman job, Rado, after that description. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I am a professionally trained door-to-door -door salesman of vacuum cleaners. Remember, if that's we, right. if we my next that trivia, story, that's going to be what the, yeah. when I talk about my professional training in that arena. 
All right, That's so right. seven points something, and now floriferous. Uh, so yes. we're getting two for one, thanks to Brenner. Yeah. Let's see. My, now this I, one... I recorded a video, but oh, my video's not up yet, is it? I don't I think don't it think is. So. All right, tell you what, yeah. let's just, um, I don't think this will hurt. Anybody. I'm going to hide this for a second so you don't see behind the scenes. I'm going to go to my own okay. YouTube page, and folks can get an advanced sneak peek of my floriferous video that's not going to go live until um, sometime in February. All right. See, folks, you come in for the pre-show, you get advanced sneak peeks of uh, stuff that's coming up on Rhonda's channel here. Um, so, Floriferous, again, thank you again for uh, spending your channel points. We're doing the second Ruel Ranks of the Day. Um, oh, spoiler alert, um, I love this game. The, the this is step. a wonderful game from uh, Eduardo Baraf and um, Steve Finn. Steve Finn yep. They do some good stuff at Pencil First. They've got a lot of great games. Um, Whatnot Cabinet, Herbaceous, Floriferous is right, ranks right up there. It may be my... Second favorite game that they do. I, I'm, I, I'm a sucker really? for Herbaceous. Really? What's your favorite then, yeah. if you know? Probably Herbaceous. I, I'm a sucker for wow. that one. Michelle and I really enjoy that one. It, it's simpler than this one. Floriferous got a lot more going on. And I just, I love the theme. It's just, you're walking on, on in a garden, picking flowers. The That's theme it. is you're definitely stronger. Flowers. This is still fairly abstract, but I think yeah. the mechanisms do help bring the theme to life a bit more. Yeah, because you're literally going down this row this row yep. of flowers, picking one or, or the other. And you could also pick, I think they're called desire cards. So those gave you like extra victory points. Yep. Uh, depending on like what type of bugs you collect or, you know, what colors of your flowers and so forth. And you just, you go right across there and then you go back. You're going to go backwards and you can go back across again. Uh, those are each a day, so it's three days of collecting flowers. You also have some bounties, those uh, end game goals up there. That are yep. Actually, they're a race. If you complete in the first round, you get the most points, second round, and so forth. Yes. Um, I, every, I love everything about this game. Uh, the artwork is uh, phenomenal. I, I believe it's Beth Sobel, again. Just no, it's not. Artists. It looks oh, it's like not Beth Sobel. but it is not. Because I almost, ah. at one point, I almost posted, oh, great more. But it, uh, it's, it's yeah. a different artist they've worked with. But it definitely oh, okay. captures her aesthetic quite yeah. nicely. And I'm, I'm not surprised you, uh, you make the mistake. Now I'm no, making totally. a mistake. Yeah. Folks in the chat can confirm, is it Beth Sobel art or not? I think it's yeah. not this No. Way. Yeah, I, I believe you're right. It's someone that did. These are all original watercolors that this uh, artist did. Oh, independent of the game that they brought, that they kind, you know, kind of like side. Well, they built the game around the existing art. Well, okay, I, I shouldn't say that. The chat will correct me. I, I believe they made it for the game, but there were still uh, watercolors originally. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's a wonderful game. It's a set collection, a little bit of um. Actually, it's really a neat lot of set collection, a ton of. What's that? It's a ton. Oh of yeah, set tons collection. of set collection. Yeah, I mean, you're working well, on six different I, types of sets most of the time. Yes, because there's so many different things think, you can focus on. I think my favorite part of the game is when you move over to collect a card. You know, that gives your it, it gives it like a king domino effect. Like yes. wherever you go, um, the turn order depends on who's on the top, right? Yep, so yep, yep, yep. sometimes you're going to take a card at the top just so you can go first because you care more about the next row, yeah, or the next exactly, card. or yep. vice versa, yeah. So. I love this game. I'm ranking it at 8.25. I, I would agree with that. This game is fantastic. Yes. I would rate yes. it above. I mean, in part because the theme is there. Uh, and, you yep. know, the King Domino mechanism works so well. But, I mean, it's just there's so many different sets. You could be working on the desires and the bounties and, you know, individual cards, yep. um, you know, have their own uh, display cards. There's like three different yep. score types in this game oh no and then there's like also collecting stones and getting majorities in them and there's just so much every decision is tough my only complaint the thing that kept it um out of upper echelon for me is it's not as good at two-player 
if you could play this at a higher player count, there there yeah. are three or four or five rows worth of stuff that you have to right. choose between, and that makes the tension much more engaging. I would love to play this at higher player counts. It works well as two. I definitely enjoyed yeah. it. But um, it's, you know, it's two-player mode being okay compared to higher player counts is what keeps the Whatnot Cabinet as my number one favorite Finn pencil-first uh, collaboration. Yeah, because Whatnot Cabinet is outstanding at two. Oh, my I, gosh. I really yes, it, it's, it's yes. flawless. Yeah. Uh, but you're absolutely right. This game uh, definitely would um, be better at three or four. Um, you know, I, I played it solo as well. I like the solo game. Uh, they have a little deck of almost like Automa cards that you're going to... Uh, yes. The, uh, yeah, the, it's called the crow. The crow comes in and like eats your flowers or whatever. It, it's really cute, but yep. it works. It's a wonderful game. I get. I could. I should probably go higher because I, I really adore this. Have game. I talked to you I'll, into I'll it? My, I'll stick my eight. I'll stick with my eight point two five. Maybe I'll go up in after subsequent plays. We'll I see. think I have yet to actually convince you to change any of your ratings, but I will keep trying. <laughs> yes, you will. But uh, excellent game. Great, great call. Uh, yeah, good. Really good calls that. both. Those are both wonderful. Yes. Cannot recommend either of them highly enough. And hopefully, if yeah. you're passing on Mandala Stones because it was abstract, abstract no longer. Theme <laughs> yes. or us? Just come up, uh, bring your abstract up, and I'll give it a theme. No problem. There it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, uh, why don't we uh, check on chat, or I'll check yes, on please chat do. real quick. Let's see what else we got here. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, here's something from Kabuki Kid. Throw it uh, on that screen! They, they yeah, it say, All right. One thing that keep, tends to keep me from a lot of abstracts is that they are generally two-player, and my boyfriend doesn't mm -hmm. like them, so I mostly only play multiplayer games with my group. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. I, uh, are, are there really good abstract multiplayer that games? That is a good point! Abstract yeah. does tend towards two-player. I wonder why that is. It, yeah. I wonder if it's like, just I'm like the, the chess I, influence or something like that. Although Mandala Stones maybe. is not. That's right. Mandala, Mandala Stones, Stones is... A, is yeah, I think it would four. work even... It'd be even more engaging in higher player counts. Yeah. yeah and of course, as yeah. we've proven, it's no longer Abstract. It's a very highly thematic <laughs> game about a guild of artisans tr seeking inspiration and trying to create the greatest works the world has ever seen. That's totally what Mandala Stones is about. Week. Yeah, we should just move that out of the abstract category now, folks. <laughs> it's obviously a theme game. Uh, people are talking about the Duke Hive as oh, far yeah. as uh, great abstract games. Yes, agree. And again, on both. more often than not, two player Onitama. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's Onitama. really the chess influence, right? It all goes back to I, chess. I, I think you're right because yeah, those games Michelle and I all love, and they are all two players. Uh, another one, Shobu. We we enjoy that one. That is another two player um, abstract. Uh, Oh, um, uh, for multiplayer abstracts, though, as uh, Amanonim mentions, Azul. I just kind of talked about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and and Azul is... I mean, what about Azul? Yeah, Azul. I mean, probably, quite frankly, another reason that Azul does so much better than your average abstract. True. Something that abstract well, designers yeah. should take into account. That, hey, Agreed. why limit your audience? Yeah. I know there was, uh, what was that game? There was an uh, abstract called, I think it's called Element. That one played up to four. And yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I know Santorini, that's an abstract at heart. Mm. Um, it plays two, but it does play up to four, but I've never liked it at multiplayer. I always enjoy it as a two-player game. It was game. clearly designed to be a two-player game, and they added the it multiplayer was. I felt like it just sort of tacked on the uh, the uh, multiplayer there. Um, yeah, uh, Battle Sheep. Uh, Kabuki Kids talking about patchwork. Huh. Well, all right. Um, let's see here. Okay. All right. So that's it. We're done with the Ruel ranking for today. Yes. Uh, we've got a top three. We've got a Trivial Pursuit. We have an argument, which we are not prepared for. 
Um, Not at all. It's so a, let's, so let's hold off on the folks, arguments. If you folks, if you can start get, feeding us ideas for arguments, because once again, we have to work hard to actually find things we disagree on you know, you know, yeah. that are that are interesting to discuss. Uh, let's see. And we have a this yeah. or that. I think this or that is good to save for after the show. I like that we know at the end of the show. Yep. Yeah. Okay, what cool, was cool, the other cool. one we had? Plus, oh, when we do that? this or that, you can actually put them all on screen now. Yay. Yes. Uh, all right. All right. So you want to do a top three or do you want to do a trivia? Let's do top three. All righty. Um, super okay. 1491. Oh, it's good too, because that was requested last week. So it would have been poor of us not to do that. So we Ooh, need to Here's have, a good one. So we uh, just uh, came up with a good one. Argue about Mandalorian or Boba Fett or something. I could, I mean, you know, I could argue that they're garbage TV. Wait, the Mandalorian too? Oh yeah. Both of them. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. There you go. I'll agree with you. <laughs> but I think Boba we have Fett to find is... other things to argue about than Star Wars and Star Trek. I know. You know you're right. All we, do, all we talk about is Star Wars or Star Trek. We should Let's throw in some Marvel. Oh, and we did, a, we did argue about Marvel characters, we too. We did Marvel, too. So that's it. Star Wars, Star Trek, and Marvel. Those are the only things we will argue about. I mean, we might as well just rename the segment. <laughs> there must be real, weighty, important issues of the day we could argue about. Oh, I will just, I know, right? I will just say this, that the Mandalorian outside of the original trilogy is my favorite Star Wars thing outside save of the Save it, man. Film. Save it. We have an, arg- we have an argument it. in yep. the waiting. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, but in the meantime, we need a top three topic today. I need to come back yeah. over to the quick actions, and I need to make another poll. And um, what we... So friends in chat, let uh, us know. Do you have a top three you'd like to to see two, us um, yeah. do here? If folks are, yeah, folks, um, yeah. And here's the deal. Every every time we've done this so far, we've always like put in some game stuff and some non-game stuff, and the non-game stuff never gets the votes. I don't even. I mean, I, I think that's the audience yeah. speaking pretty clearly. So why don't yeah. when you see, uh, hey, it's top three. Let's just go with three. When you see three interesting things you would like to make a list of, I will type them in. They will choose, and thus, yeah. and, and and that's how the system works. Okay. Uh, Nasgoth got one right off the bat here. What's they that? say. Uh, top three superpowers for daily use. That's not game related. Do we want to put it on there? I mean, yeah, why not? All right. Um, uh, real superpowers. All right. Or, uh, <laughs> all right. So RL okay, this superpowers. One, this one literally made me out, uh, all right, laugh out loud. Ruckless says, "Why is Monopoly a good board game?" Uh, I could make funny. that argument, but it would be it, 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 it would be fake. Yeah, it would be I, debate I for the purpose of debate. Too. I would I would I would be able to very strongly argue my points. Um, and well, if we got nothing better to do, we could do it. But I would have yeah. to preface everything. Everything you're about to say is a lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> just so you can see just how good a, a snake oil salesman I am. Um, right. What else we got? Real life superpowers like is topic number Top one. three house rules. Yeah. Okay. All right. House rules. All right. That's a good one. I'd house have to rules. think about that All right. One. Give me one more. Uh, we got one more. Uh, top three. Oh, we were just talking about Beth Sobel. This is uh, top three illustrators. Okay. Uh, game artists. Cool. Sounds good. Alrighty. Go! You have two minutes, folks. Which okay, do you folks, like? There's your votes. And use your channel points if you'd like to influence that vote to see the top three argument you want to see uh, us talk about. We've got top three uh, superpowers that, for daily use, the top three house rules in board games, and the top three board game artists. And Okay, cool. We've got a bunch of votes coming in. And it's yep, yep, yep. It's working. The system is working. After that weird... Yeah. That was so weird. It was like 30 seconds before anybody voted. I think maybe we just shocked them. And they were startled. It was such a hard choice. Nobody could commit. You know, while we're waiting for the vote, real quick, are you watching Bo- The Book of Boba Fett or are you not even watching uh, it? Yes, I am. Um, although okay. I have not watched this week's episode yet. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I would be. I mean, no, I would. It's a short show. It's no big deal. But the main reason I'm yeah. watching it is because my mom likes it. 
And my mom oh, likes okay. it because it it makes her, you know, I mean, she she's 77, I think. I'd have to look. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have to look. I'm a bad son that I have to look. But she's in her mid-70s, and watching this makes her feel like she's a young woman again in 1977, oh. lining up nice. at the Omni Dome in Sacramento, California, with her two screaming brats who just wouldn't yes. shut up about this thing. And then she okay, we'll go. <laughs> and, I, and she still talks about this to this day, independent of these shows. Um, sitting yeah. literally, it, it was so packed in 77, and we had to w- line her around the block. You remember this, Ruel. Yep. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we uh, we could only sit in the very very front row, and this was practically oh, no. IMAX for seventies format. <laughs> and I mean, she she was like, and to this day she still remembers that as like her maybe the highlight for her. So she loves watching them just because, of course, cool. they really channel the original Star Wars. I mean, yeah. they tend to spend a lot of time yeah, they, in deserts, and everything's grungy and yep. dirty and all that. Right. Right. So uh, back then, so you actually, you and your brother actually knew about Star Wars because I had no idea what Star Wars was until it's true. Like, I am I a little bit theater. older than you. What was I? I was yeah. born in '69, so I was eight years old. I was, and I mean, I mean, they they, they so advertised the crap out of that movie, and that movie was number yeah. one in the world for a year because that's the way movies used to work. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. So did you see it like after it opened, uh, like shortly after it opened, or yes. ha- was the hype already building for a we, while? We, the, there, the, we, the hype was there. The hype was there day one okay. because you know they they had done a. It was like one of the first movie advertising blitzes on TV. I mean, yes, I mean it was right. so instrumental in changing the way pop culture works. And so we weren't there right. opening day, but we were there within the first month. And I mean, it was a worldwide okay. phenomenon. I mean, I'm sure you can go back and find news uh, archive footage of people lined up around the block, you know, six months later, still trying to see this wacky laser sword movie that all the kids are yeah. crazy for. <laughs> all right, oh, we got Game Artist is oh. the winner. Game and Artist, a pretty okay, cool. commanding win, too. All right, that's cool. Okay. Okay. And uh, once again, the, the that, non-game one, real-life superpowers I'm, at the bottom with only 15%. Yeah. People don't want that. I got to show you what I'm fiddling with. You'll appreciate this. I've got this big old chunk of blue tech in my hand. I've been fiddling with it ever since. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I use it for my, uh, when I did Skate Summer, the run through. Oh, yeah? I use it for the cubes and stuff. Works like a charm. You can fan. also I, use I learned... it um, to hold your board in place. I, I also if, if you that. Think if you think you're going to bump your board yeah. a lot and you're going to mess up your camera yeah. thing. Oh, I, I, I don't always do that, but uh, sometimes I do it for like really slippery boards. Yeah. All right, okay. artists. Um, my number one game artist is a very close tie between, although I, I will give it to the Miko, because I just love his energy and the color. The color and the energy of his pieces. I mean, they're really simple. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I think they remind me of an old... Um, an older uh, comic artist, Sergio Leone, I think, who did Gru, the Wanderer, and he did oh, lots Sergio of stuff in Mad Aragones. Magazine. Hmm? Sergio Aragones. Ser- thank you. Oh, I was thinking of the Spaghetti Western director, of course. Spaghetti Oops. Westerns, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Sergio Aragones. I used to love Gru. I used to pour wow, over you're those a Gru comics. Fan too? All the I detail in those those like yeah. half splash pages. Oh man, yeah. I love that to pieces. And the Miko, you know, he's he's a very different artist, but it kind of has that same feel to me that kind of really you know there's not much detail here but it feels lived in you know yeah um yeah. and then i mean you know, and then you know, and unique to him i mean this wasn't really true for old mad magazine and comic books you know the color uh anytime any any game you've got of his i want to try it out just because i want to hold his art in my hands and just i mean yeah. and just have my eyeballs pop so for me yeah. he's number one what about you 
Wow, that, that's a great choice. I, I love the fact that you compared him to Sergio Aragonis. I mean, I love Sergio. His, you know, uh, the little margins in Mad with all the little, you know, uh, little scenes and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes! Yeah. All around the corners of all the pages. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I love those. But I was, that's so funny. I was a huge group. I actually still have uh, Gru number one somewhere in my closet. I have like the first like run of like 50 issues or whatever. Wow. How much is yeah, that worth? I love... Yeah, and they're still they're still publishing that comic, you know. They're doing it independently. Oh wow! And um, yeah, so it's I mean it's it's like classic slapstick humor. I, I love Gru. Um, anyways, my number one. It's we were just talking about her Beth Sobel. Beth Sobel. I, yeah, I hard her. to not include Beth Sobel on a short list for yeah, greatest all of her art definitely just just wonderful. And I mean, she re- recently just did a deck of playing cards, and those playing cards look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she's got this really uh, just this really cool. I, I think of her, I, I just think of a lot of, like, the nature stuff. You know, again, I'm not the biggest outdoors person, but I would love to be because of Beth Sobel's art, you know? I mean, didn't she do Cascadia? I, I believe she did Cascadia. I have it? to double-check that. Um, I, 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 I am not certain. I mean, if, if she okay. did, it was certainly not a great showcase of her work because her yeah, work is best I, presented uh, beautiful watercolor cards of whatever yeah, it is she's yeah. doing, landscapes, we, birds, yeah. what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We, we just talked about Herbaceous. I think that game is gorgeous. Um, a lot of the card games she does. And um, Ripple yeah, that, confirms, yes, she did do Cascadia, which is Thank more yeah. traditional art. That's interesting. I want to go back and look at Cascadia. I know it's somewhere on my shelf here with that in mind because that's not her normal, oh, painterly stuff. That looks more like regular board game art. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, now that I think about. It. Well, I mean, didn't she uh, do like the cards too, like the pictures of the bears and stuff? Uh, that's true. Sport? Yes, you're right. Of course, and yep, and yeah. I'm looking at them right now, and they're stunning. They're absolutely yeah. stunning. Yeah, the tiles the and the uh, and the things they're just they just look like regular game yeah. art. But yeah, then you look at these card art. I'm looking at an eagle. I'm yeah. looking at a fox. It's it's to die for. I I, I yeah. cannot call I cannot call fault on that. That's an excellent one. Yeah, which means just. just... She's, she, I mean, I was just going to say, like, she does uh, one of my favorite games of all time, Viticulture. She did Viticulture. She did Calico, Arboretum. Just so many, so many fantastic games, mm-hmm. folks. Yeah, I mean. Um, that's why she's, there yeah, is, she's my number one. There is an incredible warmth to all of her work. That's the she perfect way to art. describe it. Yeah, she creates yep. art that makes you, I want to be in that scene. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, that's my number one best solo. So we got uh, the Miko, Beth Sobel. Who and, else are we throwing on this okay. list? Okay, well, I got two, and it'd be hard-pressed. Um, when you I talk about color, well. it's hard not to talk about Vincent Dutre. Yeah, nice. And nice. Um, when you talk about warmth, and I want to go to there, it's hard not to talk about Ryan Lockett. Ryan Lockett, yep. Uh, I was, Ryan Lockett wasn't one of mine. I mean, just that entire world that he's created, near and far, above, above, above and below, all that. Oh, just... Oh my gosh, the, the characters are cute. The world just looks so inviting. You know, you really want to be part of it. Um, another one I was thinking recently was uh, Andrew Bosley. Um, yeah. You know, oh, he is, a, he, is, he is definitely rising. I mean, his work, I think, he did yeah. He did Vivid Memories, I think. Vivid right Memories, there, yeah, right Bosley. behind you. Stunning. Yep. Yeah, he he does some good stuff. Quan Chai Moria, I, I'm a big fan of Quan Chai Moria as well. So stylized um, and beautiful, yeah. yeah is the, yeah, is the he, audience making us, is the audience calling us on anything? Oh. Did we miss anything? Um, they were talking about Star Wars for a while. Um, <laughs> uh, they're, uh, yeah. Here, here's a comment from uh, Kabuki Kid. Uh, sci-fi art is even probably his best. Empires of the Void. That's 2 a good is point. Underrated. Those those gigantic planet tiles make me want to play that game, even though I have no desire to play that game. Yeah. Uh, oh, Stacey Everdell. Uh, 
another one, another great one, Ian O'Toole. We can't fit our oh, on the sure. list, folks, but yeah, Ian O'Toole. Fantastic. Yeah, Ian O'Toole is on fire these days, definitely. Yeah. Very specific yeah. style. Very different than everything else we've just talked about. You know, very... That's right. Very uh, mechanical. I don't mean that in a bad way, but there's just like an order to everything he does. You know, he's like, he's yeah. the anti-Miko. Miko is just raw, unbridled, explosive kinetic energy. Ian O'Toole is, you know, constrained and refined and flawless yeah. and perfect. Yeah. Good way to, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Nice way to You'd think I took an art appreciation class in college, but I did not. Um, I took some film appreciation. I took one film appreciation class in college, and I hated. It. I think I didn't even finish. I dropped out. Um, really? But so we oh got to pick a third I love one. My film appreciation class. I loved it. Oh, did you? Well, oh, then you should yeah. pick the third one since you're the expert. Uh, well, I, I, you, you can't go wrong with any of the ones we just mentioned. But mm -hmm. uh, just, I, I feel like since we both agreed, let's go with Ryan Lockett. Since I, we I both think, independently, um, and, I, and it looks like the both, audience hit yeah. on him too. Yeah, plus one. you have to give him a little extra because hey, not only is he doing all the art, but he's doing all the design as well. That's yeah, you know, and that's he's, you know he's a renaissance man in the industry, doing everything. Right, the writing, yeah. the art. One thing, the... yeah, it, it's one thing if he was just draw uh, doing the art and stuff, but yeah, he was actually designing the games. Genius. Now, Genius one thing I will like say that. about Ryan Lockett, though, that might change your mind: do not uh -oh. go back and look at his early work for Dominion. He he worked on Dominion. He got his start doing Dominion cards. And they I are not, not the best Dominion cards in the original <laughs> oh, set. Wait, just the art, or does, was he designing as well? Oh, no, no, no. He was just he was he was a, he was an artist for hire along with half a dozen okay. other artists. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're fine. Don't get me wrong, but I think he wasn't. He didn't get a chance to be himself. He was trying to do yeah. a style consistent with what Dominion was trying to be, and it just wasn't a yeah, good fit yeah. for him. I don't think. That, that's yeah. That's probably that's probably true. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's so, the top there three. it is, folks. Top three game artists. Knocked all right. it all the way. Nice. Well, I think uh, we are, we've been up for an hour. And there have been no more issues. It has 100% been confirmed that that was a OneDrive uh, problem. So it goes on my list. In fact, I'm going to do that right now because I will forget. Uh, right. Where is my checklist? Uh, have you been keeping right, track of the bit rate and everything? Step 13, okay, huh? kill OneDrive. Because I do not want to forget nice. that next time. Woohoo! All right. Well, then you ready to, you ready to do our top two? Our bleh. Our bleh. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, are we doing? Oh, yeah, let's do it still. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's do it. Now, just as a reminder uh, to everyone, before we go to the show, a uh, reminder that we had problems with our email servers last week. Yes. So for this week, we're not actually we're not actually doing a contest, right? We're yes. just extending uh, for la uh, from last week. So uh, go, go to last week's show. If you if you forgot what to do, just go back there, find the game that where we see the where we say the, the magic or a secret the word. The secret word was bomb. And Bomb. folks who actually watch the pre-show, they get the extra info that, of course, it was Ruel who said bomb. So watch the show, yeah. listen for Ruel to say bomb, and whatever game that was, uh, you know, send it. Because you've got an extra week because, I mean, I, I must have gotten at least a dozen people in all kinds of places saying, ah, I can't enter the contest. And we were down for almost an entire day. So it just felt like it was appropriate to wait another week. But that aside, yeah. we still need a new secret word for this week. Wait, we have a secret for this week? We're doing another con. We're, we're, we're not doing a giveaway, but we're about to give away more stuff in the show we're about okay. to record. Uh, it's going to be another okay, $50 cool. gift certificate from Fun Again Games, our sponsor of the week. Oh, nice. So um, we, need, uh, we need a word. And obviously, it's, we, it's based on what we've just talked about. Should it be something to do with art? Should it be something to do with flowers? Should it be something to do with tech support? Should it be something well, to do with... I... Should we try to work OneDrive in? I don't know if I can pull that <laughs> one off. 
I was just gonna say, um, Kabuki Kid uh, called this first hour the troubleshooting hour. The so trouble- maybe we could use troubleshooting. The audience saved we- me because honestly, OneDrive would never have occurred to me, and nothing ah. could have fixed that problem. I could have dropped it down. I could have yeah. gone to 720p. It still would have kept happening because it was OneDrive kicking in like clockwork mm-hmm. every seven and a half seconds. That never would have occurred to me. So, you know, in honor of the audience saving my bacon, can you get troubleshooting into one of your entries? I'm looking at it right now. Probably not. Um, uh, I don't think I can. What about, I don't know, either tech support? Can you say something tech supporty or. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You're, okay. I think I can. I think we, I can. Uh oh. I just hit there the wrong go. button. Sorry about that. I think I just killed everything for a second. But that was pilot error. That was not technical issues. All right. So I just need. To stop that. Oh, here we go again. Okay. I'm now. I won't do it a third time. I'm gonna hit this button. And then I'm. Let's see. This shouldn't mess it up now. All right. Did that mess it up? Are, you, are we still here? We're still here. Okay, good. Um, it's like a whole thing I'm doing, which I did. Yeah. All right. Uh, and what was it? Troubleshoot or troubleshooting? Uh, your call. Troubleshoot. Like, I, there's no way I can work in on my games, but okay. If you can do it, yeah. All right. Cool. 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 All righty. And now uh, I need to just go from back to this, so I don't um, kill us a third time. Right, let's see. Okay. If I just hit this button again, boom, there we're fine. Okay. Phew. Uh, um, quick question. Do you do need we to resubmit? No, uh, Brenner. Uh, that's totally fine. I, I'm, I'm sitting now. We have about 70% as many entries as we normally do at this point. So there's 30% of people who probably would have entered and didn't get the chance. But I've got everybody's entry from last week. If you enter again, one of the things I do in the uh, hour leading up to the show, it's another thing on my big list of checklists, is um, find all the duplicates. Because you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm not sure if I sent this right or if I did it right. And so I'll get like two or three emails from the same person. And so I, I weed out all the duplicates. But no, you don't need to enter again. If you enter last week with the bomb if, if you set us up the bomb you're fine this week you're going to be listening for let's see i'm going to say trouble sh- uh, it's going to be uh, I, I i it's a hard word to put in it might be troubleshooting yeah. or troubleshoot um okay. yeah okay we'll, we'll figure it out as we go um let's see it's going yeah. to be on that one right because i've got my list right there i've got it in all caps so i don't forget about it because i'm going to forget about it in 10 seconds and uh otherwise i think we're ready to start the show the really big show where we go uh bargain hunting yeah so we're gonna be bargain hunting in this episode folks and i want to thank you all again for hanging out for the pre-show now we're gonna do a live recording so we are gonna you know not pay attention to chat until uh there's a sign right there to remind you all so after we do the show of course we'll come back here to do the uh post show and um, actually, we got a little surprise today. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that at the uh, during the the post show. So stick around, and I think we're good to go, right? We are sponsored. We got the sponsors yep, stuff yep, already. Yep, yep, all right. So hey, everybody. This week's episode is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, Ruel. How you doing? Hey, let's uh, let's try and save some folks some money this time. Or whatever we're gonna say. And um, yep. right. Oh, and uh, all right. Oh, this we do not have a game on the table this week. One less thing to worry about. Good. Uh, one less thing to go wrong with this camera crashing or something like that. Although, actually, I'm curious. Has this camera crashed? Do, 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 oh, do, do, do. Hey, here's my gray socks, everybody. This camera hasn't crashed. <laughs> um, people have known. I, um, I almost you know, hate to it's, bring it's, this up. Huh? I oh. almost hate to bring this up, but so far so good as far as the mic issues. Did you change out that hub or whatever? I mean, no. I, um, no, that, that hub is dead. Everything okay. is now plugged directly into the computer. 
And nice. um, and it, for at first it was working like it worked flawlessly for the entire Savannah Park almost three hour thing we did. Yeah. But then the next yeah. time I got online, I don't remember what I was doing. It well, started. You're, you're doing Boone Lake. Boone mm-hmm. Lake. Yeah, yes, the Boone Lake. Yeah, and it just it just um, crashed halfway through, and I couldn't recover. So yeah. that's what prompted me to say, okay, either I've got to really work hard on this hardware thing, or seeing as how OBS has never failed me. Can I switch over to OBS? And that's when I did the research and I found out how to make a portable installation, which you use OBS as well. I have a lot of really yeah. good info for you, by the way. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I just need to get on a plane for a hundred bucks and fly down and spend the week at your house because I now Seriously. know so much about how to squeeze everything out of OBS. I'm an expert. Oh, I, I could it. I could do a seminar on it. Um I wonder if I should. Anyway, I'm not going to worry about that right now. So yeah, I was gonna say, so you far so like good. videos for your for you on YouTube. Put some videos out there about OBS. I mean, streamers would love that stuff. I could do. I'd have to start. I mean, nobody cares about that on the Rattle Runs Through channel, though. I mean, I'd have to start a second channel and stuff. Plus, yeah, it also sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and you know me, I'm trying to do less work. That's why you're here. You do less work because That's you're right. going to take care of the chat. You, uh, you know, yeah. all that. Oh, okay. So okay. Okay. Troubleshooting. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll go shooting. I think I can do that. And oh, okay. oh, we do we do we battle royale before we go? Yeah, let's do a battle royale. Do you want to do that, or do you want to do a two minute basketball game? Oh, I want a basketball game. I, I don't think yeah, because you can play. You know how to play, right? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. What do I? Type okay, in? folks. Uh, I'm about to hit enter. We are going to have two minutes of basketball. What'll happen is there is going to be somewhere on the screen randomly a basket and a floating star that indicates where you're standing to shoot baskets. What you do is you type in two numbers into the chat and press enter. The first number is the angle. If you if you choose 40, you'll fly off at 40 degrees. If you type in 130, you'll fly off at 130 degrees. If you choose 90, you'll fly straight up. You know, because there's a little, um, you know, you know, a compass, uh, zero to 180 degrees. The second number is how fast you fly. If you type in 100, you'll take off like a rocket. If you type in two, you'll go, and you won't go do anything at all. And what you're trying to do is type in two numbers, an angle and in a velocity, to get your avatar to fly through the basket and score points. It goes for about two minutes, because that's how long the Harlem Globetrotters music is. And um, <laughs> whoever has the uh, most points at the end gets, I, I forget, I like 300 uh, customization points or something like that. Make sense? Then let's see if I did this right. Yes. All right. Okay, everybody has to disappear. And then once everybody's gone, you can just start typing numbers in. And so, like, if I type in 50-30, and then suddenly my avatar appears, he grabs a basketball, and and that was wrong. That was not good. Uh, let's try 60-40. But Grenner, Grenner squeezed through there somehow with his gigantic uh, super-sized... Um, all right. Grenner scored. Nice. Okay, so now you got to go like like ninety plus, like I don't know, maybe a ninety-seven, and uh, I'm gonna say fifty. Uh, and somebody just knocked me completely out of it, so I'm gonna try ninety-seven ah. fifty again. <laughs> Not a good idea to go at the same time everybody else is going. I know, everyone's doing the same thing. <laughs> I should stop saying the numbers out loud. Right. Oh, I was going to make that one! Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I just need a little bit more. Currently, it's Brenner 1, everybody else 0. Oh, oh, Tech, it's a tie between Brenner and Tech. Alright, and then we get a new location. Alright, so... 
Oops, I I went the wrong way. I was entirely the wrong way. Oh, Tech pulls into the Tech. lead. A commanding lead. I think actually, if somebody actually hits five points, it ends early. But clearly, that's not going to be happening. Yeah, not easy to do. Oh, gosh, I went the wrong way again. But maybe I'll make it anyway. Oh, that was close, actually. <laughs> oh, I just missed the rebound. Everybody's going to. And Just um lying around the screen. <laughs> and Tech wins right. two hundred points to buy himself a nice hat. Well done. Nice job, Tech. GG. Yep. Cool. And okay. that's good too, because if there's a tie, nobody gets anything. I really need to talk to the developers of this game. Do you not understand oh, really? how frustrating oh, it would be to go through all that and get nothing because you tied? <laughs> Oh, uh, Fem Sensei, uh, you should get a Patreon like within five or ten minutes after you subscribe to the show. Um, yeah, because uh, they're one of the benefits for subscribing. Oh, by the way, we forgot to do our typical, our typical sales pitch. Folks, did you know that if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, uh, you can subscribe to the show for free. It costs you absolutely nothing. And uh, it turns ads off. It gives you a stream avatar so you can play basketball with us. And it does other stuff, like gives you discount on Rotto merch. It gives you um, secret bonus videos. Uh, the video this month, if anybody subscribed, whisper to me and I'll give you the link that will let you watch Jen and me playing an epic two-hour game of Zulk and the Mayan calendar. Next month, it'll be something else. And I forget, there's maybe something else you unlock too. Scroll down yeah. below the video in the subscribe section. There's a list of the benefits for subscribing. And again, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, it's free. Why, thank you, Chimblade. It's a good thing we mentioned it because now Chim, unfortunately, Chim Blade, I should have mentioned it 10 minutes ago so you could have played basketball with us. Your avatar will appear shortly. Also, if you scroll down, there's an avatar section that gives you a list of all the commands you can do to make them kiss. And actually, there's no kiss, but there's hugs and farts and all kinds yeah. of stuff. And, uh, and then there's also a link you can follow that will open up a new window that gives you a, custom a customization thing so that once you've earned some customization points, you can buy hats and sunglasses and hairstyles and all kinds of stuff. Phew. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, quick question. Uh, a final question here from uh, Goblin. They want to know, wait, patrons, do patrons get a subscription? No, that is, no. ah, that drives me nuts. Apparently, one of the things I get to do as a partner is that I can actually give subscriptions away. That affiliates oh, can't do that, but partners cool. can, which is very cool. Um, and what I am going to do, though, and, and thank you for reminding me, it has to go on my short list of things to do. I have a way to let anybody have an avatar. So I need to set it up that if you're a subscriber on Patreon, I, I, what I can't do is I can't turn off the ads. you got to subscribe here. The ads are there because Twitch wants your money. Or at the very least, yep. Twitch wants Amazon money. Um, because I guess Amazon owns Twitch, something else owns Amazon. It's yeah. all a uh, you know a spiral self-marketing scheme. But uh, but I am going to set it up so everybody who's on Patreon gets access to avatars, even if they don't subscribe here, because I can at least do that. And uh, oh, and and also the uh, the merchandise discount. I think it's like twenty percent off Rado t-shirts and stuff like that. Plus, I still have to make the cool Rado and Ruel t-shirt. Well, could you yeah. put on your list of things to do to contact the, the artist who did that and find out if he would be cool with us putting that on a t-shirt? Yeah, you know what I want to do? I'm going to, I'll actually write it down just because, uh, actually, no, here, I have my phone here. Let me put that on my to-do list here. Look uh, at you contact. all organizing stuff. I know. Uh, contact 
So the 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 image that shows up at the start of the R and R show, correct? Actually, I have stopped using it because we we did it for a while, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting tired of having to type in thanks so much every time. Um, okay. So I'd like to enter a more formal arrangement with him, I think, because it is a really cool R and R logo. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I mean, it's not like I make very much off the shirts, but I mean, heck, it's his art, so he would get a he would get a portion of the sales. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For R and R. Okay. Cool. I I will get on top. I will contact him. I think he's uh, through uh, Instagram. Yeah, so I need to. I need to make a shirt for that. I need to make a shirt for Jen's gamer glass. You know, her stuff looks really great on shirts too. Um, and like I said, if you subscribe, you or soon, shirt. if you're a Patreon member, you'll get a twenty percent off any Rado merch you want to get as well. Nice, cool. I, I could have sworn I've seen you wear a gamer's glass shirt before. Was we that... have. I mean, I, I pretty much. I we, we we have a set of them that we use at conventions when Jen is working, oh, and I'm okay. I'm walking around a, a walking billboard for her, and we never really sold them very much outside of that. But they are great looking. You know, like a little line of glass meeples, and she has a couple different designs as well. Let's see. You know, all, sure. all this time been all this time we've been doing the R and R show. This is what month number six. I need to get myself a Rotto t-shirt. I, I don't have a Rotto shirt. You know what? This I think is... you can probably get better than 20% off. I think I can probably swing a special deal for you. You, you think you can help a brother out? Um, okay, yeah. Cool. A, uh, you know, pretty much a no profit at all. Here it is for free type shirt. I think we can nice. probably work that out. That's a good idea. I, I hope we can, yeah. Because um, I need to be representing the uh, the Rotto channel outside of, you know, I need to, when I, I want to be a walking billboard for uh, Rotto <laughs> I, you know? I would not complain about that. <laughs> Okay, so we okay. are ready for the show. The secret word which I will be saying, all pressure on me, is troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think I've got a way to work that in. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> I hope so, because I, I don't think. <laughs> yes, I can otherwise it'll be a real problem. <laughs> um, all right, I've got this ready. I've got okay. Is everybody else ready? Is everything good? Is the chat ready to go? Oops! And all that time, good to go. I keep forgetting to turn off the when we're interacting with people. That eh, doesn't matter. It's yeah. part of the charm that I'm a, I'm a perpetual screw up. <laughs> that's the beauty of live streaming things yep. go wrong things go crazy go go haywire uh kabuki kid's gonna take off pretty soon uh thank okay. you kabuki kid as always yep don't be a queer like kabuki everybody stick around for the real show this is where the good stuff happens <laughs> i'm kidding i love kabuki she knows it um and uh, of course folks also if you stick around after the show we will still have some time we'll either do a this or that or we'll do some q a one or the other and then yeah you uh, hopefully you've cleared out your afternoon because afterwards one of the games that is on Ruel's list I don't know which one he is actually going to do a live stream of we will raid that yes. and then after he is done keeping it in the family he will raid Ryan Crichton of Nights Around a Table because Ryan and his wife this afternoon uh, starting at two o'clock are going to be playing um, the Leaders Expedition expansion for Lost Ruins of Arnak. And this is, quite frankly, probably the best expansion to come out for any game in years. It is so good and so impactful. And Arnak was already great, but now it's super yeah. stratosphere. So hopefully nice. you can stick around for uh, a double raid after we're done. Yeah, folks, we've got all kinds of great content here, um, starting with the r show, then to me, and then to Ryan, and hopefully you'll be able to stick around. And on that note, are we good to go? We're good to go. Let me find all my buttons, because my buttons are in completely different places than they used to be. Uh-oh. Okay, so I need to go... Right, okay, so we'll be right back. Where are you? It's that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, Ruel. How you doing, man? Hello, Richard. How's it going? Uh, it's going okay. It's going okay. Uh, some folks may know that while you might be watching this on YouTube, uh, years in the future, we stream this live on January 25th. And oh my goodness, did we go through some trials and tribulations to get it up and running. But so far, so good. I think things are going fine. And uh, we've got a very, very good show for you today. I'm really, really keen on the subject matter. Um, every every month, one of our shows is actually sponsored by Fun Again Games, uh, you a great online retailer and whenever we do these shows we tend to focus on hey what's all the really cool new stuff that's coming out it's kind of our version of the what's new and hot show this month though we decided to go the opposite direction um we're bargain hunting today because it's our top 10 combined games under 20 dollars and um, one of the reasons I decided to do this is because Funnigan Games has just started offering um, free continental US shipping for orders that are over 99 bucks so we thought, hey, what a good time to come up with a bunch of great games to you know, either pad out an order that you're trying to get over that 99 or make an entire order out of these games. I mean, you could get 10 games and free shipping if you like the 10 we're about to talk about. So we agreed right. this seems like a really cool subject matter. And plus, it's kind of anti what we've done before. Let's just focus on the little stuff. Let's find some really good savings. I have no idea what you've got. You have no idea what I've got. But are you ready to go? Oh, yeah, I am absolutely ready to go. And I just want to say real quick that this subject, uh, again, I was super hyped about this um, top 10 as well because this one hits close to home. I am a bargain hunter (laughs) in real life and uh, not just for games but other things. And it really reminds me of when I first got into the hobby, you know, because I was, like, overwhelmed by how many games were there. I wanted everything, but I could only afford so many. So I would look for sales. I would look uh, try to buy used games or I'd trade games. So this one, I I think, you know, we've been able to – well, we'll we'll see if we've been able to narrow it down to some uh, 10 really great titles that you can get for cheap yep and folks you have to pay attention because not only are we talking about some games we really believe in um but we are also trying to give you the cash to be able to buy these games because our sponsor fun again games is going to be offering a 50 dollars online gift certificate that you can use uh that includes covering shipping if you don't quite hit that 99 dollars threshold and to win here's what you got to do folks you need to be watching for the secret word. And hey, you know what? We're out of the pre-show now. Oopsie doops, I forgot. Let's go on ahead and update with the secret word, which is troubleshooting. That's the secret word. Why do people care about this, Ruel? Uh, the reason why they got to care about it, folks, when you hear one of us say the word troubleshooting, you are going to note what game we're talking about mm-hmm. and enter the name of the game into an email uh, to contest at rattle.com and you will be entered into a contest to win that $50 uh, gift card from our friends at Fun Again Games. Yes, exactly. Um, and so you know, you'll have to listen hard. We're just going to kind of work it into casual conversation. But remember, when you hear the word, Note the name, send the name of the game to contest at rotto.com, and we will be good to go. Um, right, so anything else, or are we ready to go? So how was this, how was making this list for you? I thought this, it was going to be really, is... really hard, but I mean, the only hard thing was, was narrowing it down. It wasn't a hard time yeah. finding them, but... Same, 
Yeah. Same. I, I was I was really concerned. I was like, okay, are there games that you know? Because twenty dollars, I mean, that's a pretty low uh, mm-hmm. price point, right? Because a lot of the games that I know we both enjoy are going to be way over that. But I, I I found the same thing. I found dozens of games I could have easily put on this list, and it was like, okay, what am I going to narrow down to my ten? Yeah. And then from there, we each take five. So it was it, it was we had a, a plentiful uh, a bounty of uh, twenty dollar games at least on my end. So um, I'm I'm excited to find out what we have on our combined list. Here. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, there were a couple of games that were like at twenty one. I'm like, am I going to cheat? I yeah. really want to put this on the list. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> twenty is the hard line below twenty. So there's there's several. 19.97s of course as you yeah. might expect but uh yep. yeah I, I, and also another thing i don't know about you but i I've, I've been trying to avoid you know this is like what the sixth episode of uh games we buy now that we've done right and i was trying i mean we've talked about a lot of low-cost games you know and amazing deals that are on the store i was trying to find new stuff that wasn't just repeating what we've already talked about were you the same right yeah, d- definitely the same because you know um, there's again there's just so many games out there we can highlight. Uh, you know why just keep highlighting the same ones? Exactly. No, there's plenty of great games there. Let's take a look at some of the ones we may not have talked about in the past yeah. or we may not have highlighted. Let, let's let's uh, give them a little love. Then as let's well. do that. Let's get going. Um, are you that. number ten? I believe. I believe I am. Yeah. So uh, just kick things right off the bat here. My number ten is mm-hmm. number ten is Mystery of the Temples. Have you played this game, Rob? Yes, I have. I believe... Oh, hold on a second. I'm trying to remember if I have. I will take a look at it, and I will actually okay. show it to yeah. folks as well. Uh, let's yeah. see the browser. I... Here we are. Mystery of the Temple. Yeah. 1995, as promised. And yep. um, right oh, there's no gameplay our... pictures of this one, unfortunately. Oh, uh, okay. Right. But tell well, me about it. Tell me about from... it. You know, uh, jog from... memory. Yeah, so from designer Wei Min Ling, who you may know from a game called Walking in Verano. Um, this one reminds me of a tiny epic game, right? The tiny epic series where there's there are tiny boxes, but they have a ton of game mm-hmm. in them. And this one is a set collection and area control game. It sort of reminds me almost like a rondelle. You're going to set up cards that go in a circle. And on your turn, you're going to move on that circle. You jump over your opponents, and then you're going to eventually land on somewhere where you can either try to break a curse or you can collect gems that will help you break those curses. Mm. And those are worth points. And now, as you collect the... So set collection is hard, but you know the person that... Um, or the player that has the, uh, the crystals that are needed to break a curse, they, they're going to place them in a specific order on their grid card. So the grid card's like, okay, and I need to have a yellow one here in this uh, space. I need a blue one here in that space. That's how you're going to break the uh, the curses, which will eventually get you the victory points. I think I thought this was a clever game, totally underrated. Uh, for 19.95, it's a ton of game for that price point. It's it's so affordable, and you know I know you like rondelles. This isn't strictly a rondelle where you get different actions, but you right. do go around in that circle and try to uh, you know try to time it just right where you know you pass over your opponents and you can get the crystals that you want to break the curses. Um, Mystery of Temples, uh, you know, great designer, and I just think it's a wonderful game for that price point. Uh, that's why it's my uh, the that's why it's our number ten on our yes. list of top. That is a great start because long. honestly, you had me at the designer's name, Wei Min Ling. Oh my yes. gosh, this person is something that the industry needs to be watching because Walking in Burano and Walking in Provence are both phenomenal games. Really, really good stuff. And so now, I don't think I have played Mystery of the Temples. I played a couple of other ones uh, that came out at the same yeah. time from Emperor's 4. Oh, by the way, so let me just go back to the browser because not everybody realizes this. Uh, everybody looks at the logo for the publisher of Mystery of the Temples and they think, oh, it's Emperor's 4. Right? Let me zoom in on that a little bit. 
Because it looks like that. Mm-hmm. I've actually spoken with them. They actually call themselves, or they, everybody thinks it's Emperor S4. It's Emperor's 4. That is their official name. They just okay. capitalize the S 4. to confuse everybody and make it think it's Emperor S4 when it's Emperor's 4. Because it was started Emperor's by four, four emperors, you know, four friends who actually uh, kicked it off. So just FYI. Oh. So that's just okay. a little bit of tr- board game trivia, but that's neither here nor there. Wayman Ling as. Uh, yeah, this re- you just really rocked this up. I totally missed this. I definitely want to try it because the walking in games are so absolutely fantastic. And so that's yeah. a very good number 10 for the list. But not as good as our number 9. Uh, Ooh, of course, that's how countdowns work, number obviously. Nine? <laughs> number 9 on the list is The Grizzled. Oh, oh yeah. Now, yes. have you yes. played The Grizzled, Aruel? I have. I, I suspect have, you have, yes. yeah. I think most people have. This is such a brilliant, brilliant, imperfect communication cooperation game set in the trenches of World War One, where you know the bonds of friendship are tested to uh, the extremes. And it may sound like a really grim and dour uh, game because, I mean, heck, you're trying to survive mustard gas attacks and all kinds of stuff and stress, um, you know, and just not getting killed. But it's really interesting, the presentation of this game, uh, you know, has this very light cartoony aesthetic and it largely abstracts out the horror and just lets you focus on um, the... Uh, it, it's not quite Hanabi-ish, but it is a game where you have a hand of cards and everybody has to play cards out to a, a common uh, line. It represents your battle line on the board. And what happens is, I can't tell you what cards are in my hand. You can't tell me what cards are in your hand, but we have to kind of intuit, right, if I play this card, um, am I going to put Ruel in a situation where he has to withdraw? Because if you play too many of a given thing, if there's too much freezing rain, if there's too much snow, if there's too many bullets, if um, you know, or whatever it might be, uh, it can cause us to bust and fail a mission. So, um, you know, we're always trying to figure out, okay, well, there's 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 already one snow. I can put a second snow out there, and then as soon as I do that, Roll's like, no! That's what I was going to play, and I don't want to bust us. Can I play something else? Because what we have to do as a group is get rid of all these cards. And every round where we're not getting rid of cards, it makes us take more cards into our hand. And so it's a very tricky, puzzly game. Um, really, really smart. Uh, I mean, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, oh, also, uh, the uh, you know there, there's kind of a sad story behind it, too. Uh, the art is from uh, a French artist, uh, Tignus, who was actually killed, if I recall correctly, in the Charlie Hebo attacks. Yep. Um, you know, and, yeah. and this game came out right around the same time and this game became an ode to him. So, uh, you know, and it's, it, it, it's, it's, it, you know, this is a game all about fighting for peace and, uh, you know, and, and the central message here, uh, because you will get through this not by fighting better, but by working with your comrades better. Literal, um, you can give, in, there's an option to give inspirational speeches to your teammates. Um, you are, it's the bonds of friendship that will keep you alive. And it's a beautiful story told in the darkest of circumstances, but you come out feeling empowered. And that's a really tricky thing to pull off for a game like this. Now, there is one thing I will say. The default rules for the Grizzled are not so great as a two-player game. It's definitely one you want to play at a higher player count. But Grizzled, at your orders expansion introduced a new variant that uh, you don't need to buy at your orders. You just have to download the rules for at your orders. And if you play with that variant, the two player for Grizzled using the rookie, there's a third character everybody has to take care of. It's brilliant. Uh, you know, one of the best co-op experiences I've, you know, I've had in years. So everything oh, about wow. the Grizzled, especially if you just, you don't have to buy, you just have to download the rules for the Grizzled at your order expansion, which of course is free off of uh, Cool Mini or Not's website or off of Board Game Geek. You will get a phenomenal cooperative experience that is very, 
very memorable, very challenging. Works at all player counts. I hit the wrong button. I meant to come back here, and that was Hi. my number nine, the Grizzled. I'm falling apart, man. I I love this game. Uh, I, you know what really surprised me? The, the times that I played it, and you hit up on this, it, for a, a card game, it's super thematic. Yes. I mean, the fact that you can give inspirational speeches, and it really is about that, you know, band of brothers, you know, uh, type, you know, war experience. And yeah. it, it's really, it was more emotional than I thought it would be. You know, I just figured we'd just be playing cards. But no, it, it's it's so good. And it's hard. Like, I don't, I played it a couple of times. I think I've only won once, uh, barely, uh, with the group that I, that I played with. So, a wonderful game. I cannot, uh, that's a great call. I cannot recommend it highly enough, folks. Great call for the Grizzle. That's All our number nine. That's number uh, nine. Let's what move is on our, to number, our number? Our number eight is going to be, let me press the button here, a game called Oh My Goods. Oh, that makes me happy. Oh, good. I'm glad because I was going to ask, I was going to say, did you know you could have an Alexander Fister game for 15 bucks? <laughs> you probably would have said, no, Ruel, you're crazy. But there it is, an Alexander Fister uh, game. Oh, my goods. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. This is a fun game that you don't have a copy. So I'll probably have to be taking advantage of this, um, uh, this oh, price yeah. as well. Um, this is a, a friend of mine. He always brings it to game night, um, you know, before the before pandemic. And somehow, some way, we'd always find a way to play it. Um, it's a, a game of um, you're building, you're just constructing buildings, and you're you know uh, using these multi-use cards, which are neat. You can use them for either resources or the buildings you're actually going to construct. Yeah. And you have two phases where you go into this like cool little push your luck mm-hmm. element, right? Uh, I think it's the sun phase and the moon phase, or day and night, or something like that, where you're just like, oh, can I get enough, you know, a brick or coal? Or or whatever it is and then sometimes you'll bust but of course you you know you'll have a little uh, compensation for that and uh it's basically a race to building eight buildings um but i just love that tension of you know the little push your luck and then do i have enough um resources to build the building i want because you're going to give up some buildings to get those resources and so forth i just think it's a wonderful game i have not played it enough unfortunately i've only played it maybe a uh, handful of times, four, four or five times. But I know you've, uh, you're, I am assuming you're a fan of this I'm game. I'm a huge fan, I know you're I'm a big huge fan Alexander of Alexander Fister. Fister. Yeah. And this is yeah. a great little game. And in fact, I mean, yeah. if you play it and you really like it, there are a couple of really excellent expansions for it as well. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, Revolt in Longsdale and then Escape mm-hmm. to Canyonbrook, I think. Uh, I might be yeah. wrong about those. And anyway, they just make the game even richer and more interesting. Plus, they're an interesting fertile ground where Alexander Fisher was testing out his ideas of, hey, how can I have a Euro that I introduce narrative theme and campaign play to? Even though these are all just little tiny boxes of cards. But yeah, that push-your-luck element with those multi-use cards. Those cards can be the the buildings or they can be the fuel the buildings consume or they could be the results that the buildings actually create depending on how you use them it's so clever i yeah, i'm a yeah. big big fan it actually got made into a big box game called uh newdale or like new escape yeah. to newdale or something like that um something like that it takes yeah. the core idea the engine building goods conversion production change and then adds a board and a whole bunch of extra stuff i'll be honest between you and me I kind of, if you if you put both on the table, I probably just want to play Oh My Goods because it's just so pure and just simple and to the metal. Yeah, and that's that's what I've heard too. I haven't played the board game version, but everyone that I've talked to, they they prefer this uh, the card game version. So there it is, folks. For only fifteen bucks, I mean, a fantastic game. That's our number mm-hmm. eight. Oh My Goods. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, that was a good one, and let's move on now to number seven on the list: Rolling Realms. 
And now here's the deal. I don't know how it is that I'm actually talking about Rolling Realms because what we do before we actually film is we each come up with our own 10. We send them to a friend. The friend finds, um, you know, overlaps between and sends us back, okay, do this list. And um, when it came back, it was like, oh, Rolling Realms. Well, then pick Rolling Realms. How could this be? It is such a fantastic, fantastic roll and write game. Um, in fact, you could almost go far as to say it is the ultimate roll and write game. Because in one box, basically when you play, it comes with a bunch of cards that represent different rules for different roll and write style games you could play, all based and themed after games from uh, Stonemeyer Games' back catalog. You know, you've got your Wingspan minigame, you've got your side minigame, you got your Viticulture minigame, you got your Charterstone, you're between two castles and whatnot. And every time you play, you're going to get a, a different combination of these, and they're running simultaneously. So when you're playing this, it's like you're playing three independent roll and rights at the same time that are constantly shifting up. And what's also really, really cool is over time, Stonemeyer Games and the fans of these games, if you go to Board Game Geek and go to the forums for this, people are constantly developing new um, card designs to add even more variability and playability and Stonemeyer has actually started releasing these as bonus promo packs. Like, I know as there's a Terra Mystica game you can now play yeah. in the Rolling Realms universe and stuff like that. So, the, first of all, I... It would be kind of hard not to put at least one or two roll and rights on a list of games because roll and rights are they're just a box and a bunch of cards and sometimes some writing utensils. They're the ultimate, you know, low cost production. So of course they're going to be cheap. And I and there are a bunch of roll and rights I could have put on, but then when I saw Rolling Realms was here and it's like all roll and rights all rolled into one box. It was just a no brainer, which is why it comes in at number seven, Rolling Realms. Yes, and uh, confession, I had this on my short list, and I was going to put it in, but I was like, you know, I have a feeling you were going to uh, seriously, it on here. yeah. I, that's why I left it off. The um, more we is, do this show, yeah. the more I think we're starting to, you know, start, you know synchronize, to sync our, up, and uh, mind our, our yeah. brainwaves. Yeah, but yeah, Rolling Realms, I, I cannot uh, recommend it highly enough. You know, you're right. It's it it could be the ultimate Rolling Right. It's r- r- immediately ranked in my top three Rolling Rights of all time. How could it? It not? may be number one. I mean, they're all good. They're, every one, it's a miracle of design that every one of these mini is. games is on its own good. And then you combine yeah. them all and it creates different circumstances. It's really impressive. Yeah, it's fantastic. And by the way, uh, folks watching, um, you know, uh, we actually did an RVR show where we played against each other. Yes, and you could go back and check out that video and play along because it's mm-hmm. one of those things. We roll the dice and you just mark it on your score sheet as well. So yep. it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, and, you, and, and uh, actually uh, hit that eye in the top right corner screen to go check out the show notes to go watch that run through after you're done with this, of course. Uh, because you don't even have to buy the game. Um, there'll be links in the show notes of our original video where you can go download like low ink versions of the uh, player cards and then you can play along and decide for yourself if it's worth the $15.99 that's right yeah um yeah so let's move on with our list here we're going to move on to number six, What's number six and our number six is battle line yeah yeah of course it is. i of had to go it is I had to find something with the good doctor. Reiner Canizio, <laughs> one of my favorite designers, the good doctor. Uh, this is a game that was actually, uh, it's a redo of a game called Shotten, Totten, yes. which I have. I don't have the Battleline version. This is the oh, GMT really? version, which is, yeah, I, I have Shot and Totten. I love it. Michelle and I enjoy this. Uh, it's a classic for a reason. This game's over 20 years old. It still hits mm-hmm. hard today, folks. I love playing this game. It's a two-player game. Uh, you have nine cards in the middle, which are nine like flags or areas or battles that you want to control. And to do that, you and I are going to take turns playing cards in our hand. There are different numbers, different suits, and you're basically building three 
a three hand poker or three card poker hands. You know, you could have a three of a kind, you can have a straight, you can have a flush, which is all the same suit. And then whoever has the higher uh, will earn that uh, card in the middle. And all you have to do is be the first to win five cards or be the first to win three adjacent cards. Yeah. It's a absolutely wonderful game. Michelle and I, um, we haven't played it recently, but we really go through phases where we play a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of this at the same time. Yep. You know, uh, you can play it multiple times in a session. They also have tactic cards that yes. add like special abilities that you can play with as well. I love, I love everything about this game. It's, it actually reminds me a little bit of another classic with Canizia's, um, uh, Lost Cities, where you're playing cards where you don't know exactly what's coming up. Like, okay, I'm going to play this card. I'm hoping I'll get another one so I can complete my straight because you only have seven cards at a time. You play one, draw one. Again, it's a masterpiece in design by a fantastic designer. That's why it's our number six, Battle Line. Uh, by Reiner Knizia. I completely agree. The reason I didn't consider putting on my list is only because this game, like few before it or after it, does my head in so bad. Uh, I, I just I just curl up and into a little puddle of goo and like, I don't know what to do. Because, I mean, what is it? Is it nine different area control games that are going yes. on simultaneously? I think it's nine yes. along this battle line. And no matter what I do, no matter how clever I think I am, Jen is just always five steps ahead of me. And it's... <laughs> Ah! But, oh yeah, it's brilliant, and I'm um, you know, one of the most well-loved and highly respected <coughs> modern board game designs of all time. A lot of people would say that it's Reiner Knizia's masterpiece, and that's saying something, because yeah. that man has a lot of masterpieces to his name. He does. Yeah. He does. Okay, let's Good move choice. on to number five. Okay, well, let's forget about all those golden oldie moldies that you're going for. <laughs> let's uh, talk about a relatively new, fresh, hot designer, Scott Alms, with... Tiny Epic Galaxies Blast Off. Oh, did yes. you not see that it was there? Did you miss it? I saw it, but I did not. I, it was on my short list, but it didn't make my 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 personal list. But I'm so glad you put it on here. I yep. love Scott Alms. Yes, as do I. And you know, and Scott Alms, uh, he's done many many great design things. But obviously, he is best known for the Tiny Epic series, a series of games from publisher Gamelin Games, where you 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 squeeze a, a big game experience into a tiny little box. Now that's regular Tiny Epic. Tiny Epic Blast Off is taking the epic um, tiny box of uh, of the original Tiny Epic Galaxy and saying, "Hold my beer." I'm going to squeeze everything from that box into literally a pack of cards. And it's amazing. Uh, it's, I mean, it does not compromise on the Tiny Epic Galaxy experience, but is the ultimate portable. And really, I mean, Tiny Epic Galaxies is a great game. Many people rightly, I think, consider it to be the zenith, uh, the zenith of the Tiny Epic series of games. Uh, it is a... I, you could almost say it's kind of a little miniature 4X game, right? Because you're uh, exploring, yeah. new planets come up, you're exploiting them, you're um, you're exterminating. You're not really exterminating so much, but you're racing players to get control yeah. of the planets. And um, yeah, it's all driven by dice. And you roll those dice, they're really cool custom dice. Uh, you're trying to get the right faces to do the right actions, whether you're trying to you know fly around um, you know from uh, solar system to solar system, or you know get more control, or generate stuff, or just control the dice and another important thing about this game too is there's no downtime because after i roll my dice the choices i make affect everybody this is one of those hey it's one player's turn but everybody gets a little piece of what they're doing and 
It's brilliant. So well loved. And, uh, you know, I, the uh, interesting, the original Tiny Epic Galaxies is too expensive to be on this list. But Blast Off, which again, fits in a box that's not much bigger than a deck of 52 playing cards, a bicycle card deck. Uh, but it does not compromise or, or scrimp on the original experience at all is amazing to me. So, if you've never actually played Tiny Epic Galaxies, this is the time to check it out. Uh, you know, Blast Off, I, I think it was a no-brainer. As soon as I saw that in the card game section, I was like, oh yeah, I totally have to put this on the list. How could... I mean, I own Tiny Epic Galaxies. If I didn't, I would be ordering this today because yeah. Tiny Epic Galaxies or Blast Off is phenomenal. And that was number five. Oof. Yeah, I, I I love Tiny Epic Galaxies, and you know my favorite part of that game is that follow mechanism, right? Yes. When you do something, everyone else has the option to follow. I think that's a genius um, part of the design. Scott Adams has used that not only in Tiny Epic Galaxies and Blast Off, but also in Quest, and also his actually big game, Heroes of Air Land and Sea, or Heroes of Land Air and Sea, that big four X months just monster <laughs> game where you could you know you can follow uh, other players that are actually. I, I really like that. And Tiny Epic Galaxies Blast Off, I have a copy. It's wonderful. It's for fifty bucks. Oh, you, bucks do you have Blast steel. Off, or do you have the original? I do. I have the original. I have the original expansion, and I have Blast Off. I mean, you cannot I'm a big get fan. enough of Tag. I cannot get enough. Yeah. So great, great call. So that's right. our number five, Tiny Epic Galaxies Blast Off. Uh, let's move on to our number four, which I'll um, put on here right now. Yes. Number four oh. is Floriferous. Yes. So uh, Floriferous is a set collection game. Um, set in a garden. Uh, this is a game from Eduardo Baraf and um, Steve Finn from Pencil First Games. Beautiful, beautiful pre presentation. One of the prettiest games you'll have out there. You're basically walking in a garden, collecting and arranging flowers. That's it. Yeah. And that's what I love. What that's why I love what Pencil First is doing. They're doing these like uncommon themes, right? They've had herbaceous, which is you know about uh, gardening and herbs. They've done whatnot cabinet, which is about collecting curios at a beach and uh, you know little things for your whatnot cabinet and now this is another one that is an absolute winner uh floriferous you just move along the garden here you take a card and you're doing a bunch of different types of set collection you want flowers you want different colors of flowers you want same sets of colors you, there's bugs on them you want to collect the bugs and as you go along you're either going to go on uh, a certain row and that eliminates the choices for your opponents but they can go, they can take a spot. It's King Domino style turn order. So if they go higher, they're going to go first on the next turn, which may affect your choice. So I love this game. I loved it from the get go. It has a solo variant, which uh, works well. Um, it plays up to four players. And that's why it's our number four, Floriferous. Yeah. Speaking of that solo variant, I know you recently just streamed a live solo play of this that folks can go check out on your channel right now if they want to see it in action. Because, oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's got that King Domino draft, but it like takes it to the next level. It does more with King Domino draft yeah. than King Domino ever did. And set collection for days. So many different ways you can score points. Yeah, just, and you know, I mean, I think it actually says on the box tile, this is a game to relax, and it is. It's just an incredibly relaxing game. Just so chill and lovely. It, it really is. It's chill, lovely, and, you know, it's not like you're blocked from anything. You'll never get blocked or anything like that, but it does give that nice, interesting decision every turn where, like, okay, do I want to go first next turn, or do I give that up um, in order to let them score, and I go uh, second or third or fourth on my next turn? And right. That's why we love it. That's our number four, Floriferous. Okay. But we're not done yet, folks. The savings continue, uh, because my number three is Café. 
Man, I oh. love this game. This uh, this is this is one that's kind of flown under the radar. I think maybe not as many yeah. people have heard about this one. I don't know. Have you actually played Cafe Ruel? I I've I've heard about it. I've not played it, so I'm interested. I yeah, let's, let's uh, and, and actually I may be cheating a little bit because this I found this one in the ding and dent section. So, but it is sixteen ninety nine. If you don't mind a little yep. cosmetic damage on the outside of your box, they promise all the innards will still be fine. But it's so worth it. It's worth the twenty four ninety nine too. Uh, this is a really interesting beast because uh, there's been a fairly um, there's been kind of an explosion of a particular type of card game over the last few years. I don't really know what to call them exactly. It's card stacking where your cards have little grids on them with different icons on them, and you're drafting the cards, you're getting the cards. However, you're getting the cards, you're then on your turn placing them in a uh, in a field in front of you, covering up some cards with uh, things, d- burying cards underneath other cards. And in this game, I mean, so there's a lot of games that do this, uh, do it very, very well. But Cafe, for my money, might be the best one that's come out to date. Because most of these games just rely on, oh, look, you're trying to make this landscape, get the right things in the right place so you can score points. Here, you are trying to make a landscape, get the right things in the right place so that you can run an engine. This is an engine builder game at its heart. Ooh. This does so much more than any of its competition, like we talked about earlier, um, Walking in Provence, or Hanging Gardens, or Valdoran Gardens, or, I mean, there, there's a bunch of games that do this, but this one, it's only half of the game is getting the right card and getting them um, so that you can create, like, you know, this little uh, layout that's on the screen right here, because then, every round, you run your stuff. You, uh, you, you're trying to have beans exposed, because those represent places you can harvest the different color of beans, but then you have to have factories exposed, where you can process them, and then you have to have shops that will actually sell them and in a perfect world you want to have all these things so you can have like a super efficient engine they're like i'm gonna harvest these i'm gonna put them over here boom we're gonna have huge sales i win lots of points but somehow it never works that way because the design of the cards themselves is so devious that to get this super powerful cafe on there's no way i can do this without completely cutting off half of my production facility it's the only place i can put this am i gonna take all my production offline so i can finally sell maybe uh you know this game offers so much stuff and it's just constantly pushing you, um, you know, to the limit. Uh, you're really troubleshooting all the different ways that you can break things, but then repair them after the fact because nobody else is going to save you. If you have to take something offline to put this other thing in, you might not get a chance to bring that online again. And the game is over pretty quick. It's a half hour quick game. It's a ton of fun. And um, I just can't recommend it enough. If you've ever played any of these style of games, but you felt like, oh, I want something a little bit more than just putting the cards and arranging them that's what this game does and it doesn't brilliantly it's number three on the list cafe wow i am totally interested in this you're talking about uh the way you play the cards and everything i've recently gotten a bunch of button shy games and they do that yes sprawlopolis yes and i i enjoy that i really enjoy the experience but the fact that this can be an engine builder and there's more to it Sold, my friend. Yeah, I I love it. I'm, yeah, that's I'm I mean, totally yeah, Sprawlopolis and um, oh, what's the other one? Uh, Circle the wagons from Button Circle the wagons. Those are other. I mean, I, there's so many of these. This it, it, the the mechanism is so cool. Pa- I, I like yeah. calling it like card patching because it's like I'm patchworking all these cards together. You know, and some of them Great go on top, some of them go on bottom. But in all these other yeah. games, she's like, oh, just get the things together. Here, that's just the beginning, and then there's the love whole it. rest of the game, which puts it head and shoulders above everybody else. Great call. Great call. All right. Okay. What's number two? That's number three. Let's move on to our number two uh, coming up right now. This is an all-time favorite of mine. I absolutely love this game. Number two is... Um, yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just uh, holding out for the suspense, folks. Ah! Is it killing you yet? The suspense. Oh, there it is. Okay, that was worth the wait. Yeah, Targi. Uh, now, is it Targi or Targi? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. If it's you a know Hargy what? Or... It has never occurred to me to ask, and I'm a kind of embarrassed. I don't know. Is yeah. it Targi or Targi? I, I don't know either. As much as I love this game, I don't. I, I'm going to call it Targi, folks. I have never heard uh, anybody a... call it Targi ever. The the, the, the yeah, publishers. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Uh, then we'll go with Targi. It's a wonderful game. Like even if it wasn't like le- less than $20. It's worth m- so much more. It's a work replacement gem. I'm a big mm-hmm. work replacement fan. This one is oh such a big hit. Um I always when I it's a, it's a two player game and it's a rock solid 45 to 60 minute game. It's not it's not a light game, folks, but for what it looks like. Uh it's got this really unique spin on work replacement where yeah. you and your opponent take turns placing on this outer grid of cards. And then the intersection of where your workers are is going to give you another worker placement spot uh, within the grid. And yeah. so all the cards are different abilities or it's like set collection. Oh, um, and when you take the workers off, that's when you do the action. But you get to choose when you want to take it. So you can sort of, um, you know, sort of mess with your opponent by not really blocking them. But just, uh, the, you know, uh, you want to do it the optimal uh, way you, you want to, you know, use your workers, which is great. Um, you get points for, you know, different uh, sets that you collect. You can collect, you know, uh, cards that have, like, a uh, an oasis on them. I, I forget the theme. It's, it's you're, you are um, we're in the de- We're nomadic desert tribes. Nomadic um, desert you know, tribes, yes. Yeah, we're trying to harvest the resources we need to survive and thrive. Thank and you. like you said, the, yeah. the trick of it, you know, you get your worker placement on the outskirts, you get something, but at the end of the round, when everybody triangulates and you get those big, powerful things in the center of the desert... Yeah. Oh man, this is that's when it really comes together. Yeah, th- this game and you're just you know you have I think it's sixteen total that you go around. I believe so. Yes. And, yeah, and then and, and each corner there's gonna be a, like the robber comes along. And it's gonna mess with you, so yeah. you have to have enough resources, or else you're gonna lose victory points. I th- this game it was an insta hit for me, and I you know it, it's just it's a wonderful game. Uh, worker play. If I had you know now that I think about it, if I had to choose one worker placement game. I mean, this could be it. I mean, because it's so streamlined, it's it's so compact. If I had very limited shelf space, this is the one I would pick. Um, it's it's wonderful, and that's I, why it's our number two target. I cannot fault you at all. Here's the deal: that get, this game has made my top ten worker placement games of all time. Even oh, though nice. you know, going yeah, up against your why. Agricolas and your really big uh, things, yeah. it's, just, yeah. it's such a simple little unassuming game, but it is so rich and dip, or d- deep and yeah. rich. I mean, it will give yes. you gameplay for years. You will not tire of it because of the random layout of the board and the order of the cards come available. It's just about perfection. And I am yeah. kicking myself. I don't know how I missed that. I Oh. What, was it really? I mean, did you cheat? Yeah. What was the price on it? No. It might have. Been, it was fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. It's right there. It should have been yeah. on my list. I do not know. Understand how I missed that because it would totally. It, it probably would have been my number one, quite frankly, and I completely missed yeah. it uh, last night when I was going through finding stuff. Actually, it might no. have been. You know how you oh. know how you did the thing where you look under card games. It might have been under card games. I did the same thing. I looked under card games. Ah. And I was like, Targi. What is that? But of course, I I had to pick it. Yeah. And, um, you know, with our separate list, we each have 10, and then we filter them into this combined list. This was on my list, number one. Yes. It's such a great game. Such a fantastic game. Retroactively, it would have been uh, my number two, because there is still one that I would ultimately, in the end, rank 
higher than Targi. Okay. Uh, so, the number one uh, best cost-conscious game you could buy right now that I certainly would if I was just trying to get over that hump and uh, you know get that free shipping, my number one would be Jump Drive. Oh my, I totally missed this. I did not see this. Are you this. serious? The... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, I totally yeah. missed this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think this I missed it. First, game. I just went through all games, and then kind of on a whim, I said, okay, that was a lot of stuff. I found a lot of good things, but let me go on ahead and just search by card, and I did find some stuff that I didn't see just under board games. Yeah. Um, and I'm so, I mean, if I had missed this, if I, I, I would shame myself off the show, uh, because <laughs> this is one of the greatest modern card games of all time. Yeah, Battleline is nice. Yeah, Kanichia, it's a classic and all that. But Seven Ways to Sunday, I would want to play Jump Drive over anything else. This is basically from designer Tom Lehman. And it's him taking the more rich, robust gameplay of Race for the Galaxies, which many people consider to be the greatest modern card game, period. Hands down. A lot of people make that argument. It's a fair argument to make. This takes that core idea and strips it down into a super fast, streamlined 15-minute game where you are just building up your space empire with super speed and efficiency, trying to grab all the space points as you can. And just like Race for the Galaxy before, I think my favorite thing about this entire series of games, Race for the Galaxy, Roll for the Galaxy, Jump Drive, and um, what's the board game version? It's uh, New Frontiers, I I think. New Frontiers. Yeah, New Frontiers. The thing I love about all these games, more than the gameplay, um, you know, is the fact that at the end, I always feel like a really interesting you know, space opera story has been told. My my empire started out one way, but then I had to pivot because these were the cards that I'm getting. And Jen and I can always tell, yeah, yeah, we start out really militaristic, but then once we took this one planet, we changed our ways and became international intergalactic entertainers, making um you know TV shows about all of our old war exploits because we used to have a propaganda wing. And you know, I mean, I, I just love that this game. It's so simple. It's so fast. And the gameplay itself is brilliant. This is, uh, like Race for the Galaxy 4, one of those things where I've got a handful of cards. Um, To play this card, which is very important to me, I have to jettison a certain number of cards. I don't want to jettison any of these cards. They're all great. So I'm always sacrificing awesome stuff to hopefully pick the most awesome thing based on how the game is going to evolve. It's fast. It's super quick. I think it generally only lasts for like five rounds because the escalation, the acceleration of this game is through the roof, unlike anything else that I can think of except for, also from Tom Lehman, The City. This game, if you've ever played his card game, The City, this is The City combined with Race for the Galaxy and it is a beautiful, beautiful, Beautiful baby, and uh, it is my our number one uh, get, uh, from our top ten under twenty jump drive. Whew. Wow, that I can't believe I missed it. And I, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna say for me personally, Targi one jump drive one a. How's really? Gonna, okay, well then that's I, well. I, I can say this because my wife is in the other room. You complete me, sir. That's um, <laughs> that is far out. We we had, had no had jump preparation, drive. no advanced planning of this. Um, yeah, that is jump so drive cool. is fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I, I I love that tension. Uh, every round, it's like I want to keep this card, but I need to I need to dump it so I can play another card. You know, I has to be. You know, it, it just I love that about the game. And again, the city uh, does uh, the similar thing. But great choice, and all these games. I mean, I love all these games we talked about, and they're all twenty dollars or less. I, I mean, know. and we're not again, done. Not by to the sound way. like a salesman, but these are great deals. They are. You know? 
And we're not done because um, if you're seeing this on YouTube, at one point we actually recorded this live uh, stream to an audience of about 100 folks on Twitch. And before and after the main show that you just watched, we have a pre-show and we have a post-show. One of the things we do in the post-show is we talk about our others. The uh, Each of us have five more that didn't make the list. So folks who are watching live right now are going to be able to see it. If you want to see that, folks, even if you didn't catch us live, you can catch um, the extended part in the um, R&R Show Extended Edition. There's a link for it up there in the top right corner of the screen. It's longer. It had a bunch of stuff up in the top. It'll have a bunch of stuff at the end. But you can hear about ten more games. My number ten through six and Ruel's number ten through six. Where maybe I think we might have some more overlaps and stuff like that. Yeah. But... Um, that there, there's even more. And like I said, I mean, I could have easily done 20 of these easy. I could have, I probably found 30 games that I could have talked about today. Um, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. But so many uh, great choices. Yep. Thank you. In closing, one last question, folks. Did you hear somebody say troubleshooting? Was there any troubleshooting uh, to be had? Uh, if so, you know what to do. Send an email to contest at rotto.com with the name of the game that where that was being troubleshooted uh, in the subject, and you will be entered to win a fifty dollars gift certificate for Fun Again Games. And hey, that means uh, with that you could buy two and a half of these games, um, uh, give or take. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. And um, let's see. I think I think that's it, right? Uh, have we finished the show? And are we ready to keep we, on going for the, the live talking about- for the post show? Yeah, we've talked about the ten uh, games, and uh, we've done the contest. And good luck, everybody. Remember troubleshooting is the word go back and if you missed it go back and yep. listen somebody and said and it at some point someone said it yep and believe yeah. me and then that's a hard word to just casually work into conversation right <laughs> um but anyway the drawing for that will be held on february 1st 2022 so if you're seeing this on february 2nd 2022 or later don't worry you don't have to bother um you, you missed your window but good luck everybody and uh, we'll see you all again next week uh well you have yeah. any closing words for the folks Closing words, no. Uh, well, spend that money wisely. We've given you a lot of reasons to spend wisely here. There's yes. just a lot of great games at great prices. And uh, beyond that, I just want to say, play more games, folks. Yep, yep. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Ruel, for, like I said, completing me. Got a got a little uh, Jerry Maguire up in here. Um, you, 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 you had me at Targi. And, you had me at Targi. Um, <laughs> and I had you at Jump Drive, apparently. So, exactly. thanks, everybody. And also, thanks to our sponsor, Fun Again Games. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, Bye-bye. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ah, uh, hello. Hey, everybody, we're back. We're back! Hey. We can relax. I'm going to be honest, I totally missed the troubleshooting. <laughs> I, I, could, I could say when it was. I did say it. I totally miss it. That, Let's see if I've got funny. any emails yet from people who caught it. Yeah, see. Because now you're making me worried. Told. I saw in the corner of my eye somebody said, I know I said it. Okay. And it was hard. Let me see. Okay, I'm, I'm going to bring it. up. Yeah, I Outlook. totally missed it. Let's see here. Refresh. Let me see if uh, anyone said it. Yeah, you, normally, I, you know, by the time the show's over, I've already got like, you know, 15 or 20 people who have caught it. Okay. Um, yeah, people in chat usually they'll, they'll say it or someone. Yep. May. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, cool. Russ and Matthew. 
uh, have, have both, nice. have both caught it has, has Jeff. So there's at least a few people, folks, it is in there, but remember another benefit yes. of subscribing to the show, folks. You don't have to listen for that stinky secret word. Who gives a damn? Just relax, <laughs> whisper me, and I will tell you so that you can enter the contest without having to worry about it. Another great feature of subscribing. And remember, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can get all that for free. Um, right. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, uh, if you look up above, there's a, a little chat thing. You click on that, and you can send whisper, which is Twitch's version of... Uh, what do you call it? Um, direct messages. And, um, you know, if I see, I'll check your, yep, your subscriber. Boom. I'll tell you what it is and you can enter. Uh, you still have to enter because I still need that email to, you know, for tallying purposes and all that. Oh my gosh. Well, it's two o'clock. We spent a lot more time troubleshooting. I don't think we got time. If you're going to, Oh, you, what, what are you going to stream? Where, where are you going? What are you doing? What are we going to do? Um, I, I'll show you right now. Uh, let me pull up here. Hopefully it'll show up on screen. Folks. I'm playing floriferous. Are we you trying to rede- redeem yourself? I am. Uh, you had mentioned it earlier that you know I you know I streamed it earlier uh, a couple, about a week ago, and I wasn't satisfied with my score, so I'm going to play it again. Again, it's only a 15 to 20 minute game. I, I can rip right through it. It's going to be a lot of fun. For those of you who are interested, please uh, stick around and um, follow the raid. You'll get bonus channel points as well if you do the raid uh, when Rada raids my channel. But yes, definitely. Come by, check out the game, and then after I'm done, um, again, it's only 20 minutes or so, we'll raid Ryan, uh, who uh, who is playing uh, the uh, new expansion for Lost Ruins. One of the hottest games that have come out in the last two years. Um, and yeah. one of the and soon to be one of the hottest expansions that's going to come out for the next two years. Uh, must yeah. watch. Yeah. And Ryan is just hilarious. He and his wife, um, you know, constantly yucking it up. I, I love him. Oh, hey, before we go, before you go, rapid fire. I promised. What's your ten through yeah, six? Do, uh, ten through six. So my ten through six. Uh, let me pull it up here. Number ten, Deep Sea Adventure. Okay. Uh, number nine, King Domino. Okay. Number eight, Kodama, Kodama Duo. Uh, there were a lot Kodama, of Kodamas you could have chosen from. That one I would have been my yeah. chosen one, but anyway. Oh, really? I, like, oh, I would have gone I like with Kodama because... Avenue of the Tree Spirits. I think that's the best Kodama. Okay, I like this one because it's got the two-player uh, I cut, you choose mechanism, which yeah, I'm always see, a big That player. never works for me in Jen. Yeah. I mean, that just brings her... Her AP just goes into overdrive in oh, a game like that. Okay, yeah, I can see. Uh, number, my number seven, Cartographers. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, a class, oh, one of, of my favorite rolling rights. How did and that not six, make it into your top? That's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, that and Rolling Realms didn't make it. I, I was, mm-hmm. I surprised myself. And number six, I actually thought you might throw this number six on your list. Innovation. No, geez, Innovation is a nasty, mean game. We hates it, my precious. Mean, nasty little game. The Carl Chudik game. It's it is. A, it's a great game. It's, yeah, but it is. It's yeah. way too cutthroat for us. But it is a brilliant yeah, design. I, I did yeah. see that one, and I kept right on trucking. All right, so what here's my honorable mention, because at 21 yeah. bucks, I almost broke my own rule and put Tiny Epic Defender 2nd oh. Edition on. I love it so much, ah. um, but I didn't, oh. I didn't. So my number 10, t- uh, Ticket to Ride London, or, or Amsterdam, they're both available. Yes. We love London, it's just good Excellent. to have a Ticket to Ride in your back pocket if you ever need it. Village Green, number 9, criminally overlooked. Everybody's so excited about Flourish, and everybody's so yeah. excited about Meadow, but before either of those came out, Village Green is a fantastic little game, and it's better because I suggested a variant in my run-through. They have now officially adopted that, so I'm oh, kind of a awesome. co-designer of the game. Um, nice. Uh, my, 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 uh, let's see, my number 8 okay. was Oh My Goods. My number seven. Oh. oh, my number seven was Targi. I did have it. I did have it. Oh, okay, okay. Why nice. did I not put it higher? It doesn't matter. It all worked out in the. Oh, that's true. Yes, 
That's one of the ones that our friend said, yep, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't have Targi. And I totally forgot this conversation. Uh, that is just how scatterbrained uh, I am. So, yeah, I would have put Targi in, except you ripped it out from me. And then, oh, um, I'm surprised this didn't come up on your list at all. Number six, The Crew, Mission Deep Sea. <laughs> Do you not like The, the Crew? Games I love The Crew. I just, I took it off my list because, like, oh, Rado's definitely going to put it on his I list. I did <laughs> as number six, at the number six slot. <laughs> okay. Nice, all right. Nice. Okay, you got to bail. And uh, I'll hang out with the folks for a couple minutes, and then we'll raid you. You will try to undo your last embarrassing performance of Floriferous, and then you will raid Ryan for the best game of the year, as many people can exactly. Yeah, so we had a pl- plenty of content to co- go through today, a couple, couple of games to play through, folks. Thank you again. I had a great time, and I'm going to go take a bio break, and then I'm going to start my channel, and then give me about five minutes, and uh, then we'll play some Floriferous. All right. Okey-doke. See you later, Richard. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and there he's gone. And you get two of me. Let me hide the one of me that we don't need anymore. And we'll just chat. Oh, did he say he was going to the bathroom first? Come on, there's no time for that. I drunk a whole... Th- I'm ready to go for another hour. Uh, that guy's a panty waste, let me tell you. All righty, let's see here. What am I trying to hide? I am trying to hide... It doesn't matter. I can be down there in the bottom. It's it's relaxed in the, uh, in the post-show. Oh, I forgot to say we're in post-show. Banner. We are in R&R post-show. Oh, man. After last week, folks, I mean, that was so epically intense. I am kind of exhausted. I see a lot of people have whispered me, so I guess there's a lot of subscribers who didn't catch the uh, troubleshooting that I dropped. So, apparently, too surreptitiously for my own good. Let's see here. What um, is coming up in chat? I have access to the same chat program that I gave to Ruel, but I just didn't have it running because I figured he'd be doing this for me. But nope, he went and disappeared so he could urinate. Like, like that's a thing. All righty. Um, yeah, uh, let's see here. JW Spiker just noticed Rewind in Twitch. No, you can't. Well, no, no. You can, JW. And maybe a small handful of other people can do it right now. But it's a thing that they're slowly rolling out. And you you probably won't have it tomorrow. Enjoy it while you can. You've got, I think it's like a two-minute rewind. Hopefully, they'll officially roll it out for everybody. But right now, on a given day, you might have it. I had it one day, and I was like, oh my gosh, all these channels have it. No, it was, everywhere I go, it's on. It must be everywhere. Nope, it was just me. I was taking it everywhere with me, and then the next day, it was gone. But oh, it works really well. I, 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 it's, it, and it's about damn time, quite frankly. All right. Yep, there's my reverse camera angle. I'll just leave it there. Let's see. I'm just going backwards. Uh, any news on Witwat emojis or stickers, says Nazgoth. You are right. I, Unlike Ruel, I don't actually have a proper list of things to do. I need to make one because I need to get all the Patreon uh, backers getting the discounts on merch and the uh, thing. And I, 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 every intention of, I mean, right now, I, I, I made my initial emojis, you know, me frowning and smiling and stuff like that. And a, hey, everybody, and that was it. That is not good enough. I have a very talented young artist uh, who I met at the Dice Tower West and she offered to do more stuff. I'm sure she's wondering, hey, where's that Rado guy? He said he was going to call and here we are at the end of January. Thank you, Nazgoth. Keep pushing me. I have every intention. I want uh, pictures of Shay and Ruel and uh, Ryan and other people. We are so close to getting another contributor to the channel. I am so excited about her. Hey, 
I can't say anything yet, but it's looking very good. She's done a couple of tests so far. She gets better with everyone. I think she's ready for prime time very soon. Oh boy. And then there's another uh, 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 another uh, potential contributor too coming in the near future. And of course, we'll need emojis for all of them and for Jen's glass art as well. So that is on the list of things to do. It's not. That's my problem. I need to make a list of things to do. Thank you for reminding me. Um, let's see. Ruckus asks, have I tried... Uh, Ark Nova, no, I have not. I'm assuming a copy will show up for me right around the same time that it's showing up at retail outlets. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Capstone likes me, but for some reason I never make it on the, hey, look, here's channels that get early pre-release copies. I tend to get the stuff right around the same time that it's going into mass release. So fingers crossed. I mean, I definitely, I need to get it played by hook or by crook before um, April so I can know if I have to update it and put it in my top 10 year games of 2021. I suspect it'll make it. If nothing else, um, you know, both Ruel and I, we're going to be at the Dice Tower West convention in early March. I'm sure it'll be there. And if nothing else, I'll play it there. Uh, but I would love to play it sooner, dropping hints to uh, Cap, Cap, uh, Capstone Games. I keep wanting to say Capcom because of my video game background, but that's not right. Let's see here. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Duck of Death, TV Wonders Out Loud. Uh, d- don't they make Twitch-branded streamer diapers? What do you think I'm wearing? Why do you think I'm ready to go the distance? Uh, let's see here. What else have we got? Hey, here's something. Let's see. Or, or actually, hold on a second. Has Ruel, uh, all right, has Ruel gone on yet? If not, uh, th- this new uh, system that we have, that allows Ruel to put stuff on the screen and answer questions. It also allows you to push questions into a queue that are impossible. Somebody ask me a question, but start your question with a question mark. Like say, literally the symbol for question mark, what's your favorite color or whatever it might be. Uh, people send me two or three of these things. Cause I, this, I wanted to test this system because it throws them into a queue and you don't miss these questions amongst everything else that's going on in chat. Now, of course it takes 10 seconds for you folks to hear me ask that. And then it takes a few seconds for somebody to get over to a keyboard. Um, so let's see here. It looks like a couple. So I can see. All right. So now I'm going to go over to the Q and a tab in this, uh, what's it called? Features.chat website. And look at this. So I've got a list now of, of six different. And I can just pop them up right here. Uh, is green your favorite color? Yes, it is. I'm Paul Way. That was not the question I said to ask, though. Alrighty. Next question. If a cow laughs hard enough, does milk come out its nose? Yes, of course. But only if you tell it dirty jokes. Cows love dirty jokes. What game would you recommend for someone who loves Catan? Oh, that's a... Cassand Miller actually has a real question. Well done. Um, not, you know, not, not, not treating this as a trifle, but the system's working. That's really great. Honestly, I think a good next step for a Catan game would be not Machi Koro, although Machi Koro is fine, but a Machi Koro-inspired game because people are familiar with the... Uh, you know, the, what do you call it? The, the robber thing. Hey, we roll sevens, robbers happen. And so, I mean, a lot of people when Machi Koro came out kept saying, oh, this is like a card game version of Catan. No, it's not at all. It's just like it has kind of a tentative thing. So, you know, either Machi Koro, if you like that, or um, Space Base, although that's probably a heavier one. Uh, I really love My Farm Shop. I think My Farm Shop is the best, but there's Villages of Valeria. There's the new Bad Company. Maybe one of those that uses the Machi Koro style gameplay. I think that's a perfect thing to say. Oh, did you like Catan? Here's some that does a similar thing but in a radically different way to show people that oh there's more than just one game but you know they're confident they're going to like that core mechanism there all righty brenner does this work 
Yes, it does. All righty, it's working great. Let's see. Is, uh, are you actually wearing diapers, asked Forrester Glass? No, no, I'm not. Um, there are diapers in the house. Um, my mom does occasionally have to use them uh, because uh, she suffered, you know, her heart condition means she. doesn't come back oh okay it did oh that makes me so sad i was so happy and now i'm just saying what the duck what the duck followed by yep oh that is crap we almost got out alive folks so not everything is as rosy as I thought. That's really surprising. But you know what? By now, I assume Ruel must be up and running, right? Let's take a looky-loo at the raid, and it's back to the drawing board. Sorry about that. Oh, man. Oh, there were no camera glitches at any time, right? Other than those OneDrive glitches up front? So that's really interesting. Anyway, though, let's see here. Let's click the raid button. There is Ruel. Let's go say hi. And remind him, I promised Ryan he was going to get raided today, so Rel has to go fairly quick. Uh, but Flurfus is a pretty quick game. So, alrighty. Now, I'm going to raid. Go get him, everybody. Have a nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye And it looks like that went through. At least that worked. What the what? What the what? Well, back to the drawing board. As I said, I'll talk to everybody. So long. Bye again. Bye-bye-bye.